Yes, hello everybody and welcome to Top 4 Podcast. I am your host filling in for the absent Peter. I'm going to be taking over the duties, um, making sure that we cover all the action, all the teams, get through it in a proper way. But I'm joined by Arsenal fan, David, what are you telling me? Vieira, whoa, Vieira, whoa. He comes from saying no goal. He played for Arsenal. But I'm still Vieira, bro. I hear that. I hear that. Let's go. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I'm also joined by Manchester United fan Ernest. What are you telling me? Where's Adrian? Where is Where is Adrian? We need him to assemble, bro. Like I need, I need his opinion today. Oh, it, I mean, in fairness to Adrian, yeah. He put in the group chat before the game started. He said, guys, I'm not going to be able to make it on the pod. And I contingencies, said, contingencies. I said to him, you are ducking the inevitable moist smoke. And he knew. He knew. He's, uh, he's, he's got away with one today. He's got away with one today. Um, and of course, I'm joined by a very, very special guest, friend of the show, Lola, Arsenal fan. Welcome. Hey, hey. Arsenal fan. We'll see about that one there. But yes, hey, hey. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not with that. You don't, can't be disowning your teams because you've got That's bad who? managers. That's, That's not how this works. That's who? That's not how this works. Because That's you don't true. like your manager, now you don't like the team. Your man's a fool. No, man. That's not my man. <laughs> That's not my man. But um, yeah, unfortunately, Adrian isn't here, but we can kick it off with Liverpool losing two by three goals to two against West Ham United. Flipping heck, Moyes. Hey, it's a mad one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go through basically what happened in the West game, but obviously, I know David, you were there. We go. West Ham are massive everywhere we go, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere we go. Bruh. Yeah, um, you were there live in the flesh, David. What, I, was, I, what was it like? I, I was like, bruv, it was freezing, but I was like, burn this, blood. I was in the corner. I was like, ah, oh, blood, this is freezing out here, bro. So I went inside, I hit goal. Allison, you had a mare, bro. I heard. Oh, 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 he had a howler of a game yesterday, bro. Oh, it was ridiculous, yeah. Um, so Liverpool, um, I mean, West Ham, I think they're trying to defend after the own goal by Allison. But then Trent come. Trent come with a smoke, fam. That free kick was naughty. So we go in 1-1. Obviously, second half starts. Ah, West Ham break. Allison again. How la? Four nails. 2-1. Then 2-2 two, is now big zoom. Hey, has he left Chelsea yet? Um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a permanent deal. It's a permanent deal. Uh, it's a zoom out. Corner header. Ah, 3-1. Then... Uh, Origi comes on. Then I go down the other end. So I was down the West Ham, the home end. I'm in the corner in the tunnel. I see the three goals go in. Ah. See it, game done. Go down the other end. Origi, I see him flick it up. Smash 3-2. Liverpool fans going off at the way end. Um, mm. and the game ends 3-2. Uh, Mane misses that chance at the end. And uh, that was all that was said. Then I went back inside to do my job. It was freezing. <laughs> the game over. I hear that. First things first, let's pick up SW6X London. He says, come on, top four podcast. No Adrian, no Robinho. Of course, when certain man's teams lose, they ain't about to, to, to hold the smoke. But 
Um, first things first, I want to talk about that first goal because what on earth was Alisson playing at? Like, what oh, on earth was he playing at? I need people to deep it though because we all know Alisson, top keeper, brilliant guy. Mm. But it's not the first time he's had howlers. Hello, mistakes. People ignore it because he's Alisson and he's at Liverpool. But this is the first mistakes. time. I said, I said, I said from when I saw, I can't remember what season it was, where Lacazette scored by, I think it was like basically on the edge, I think of the left side of the box into yeah. the goal was Alisson decided to rush out like a fool. I said, look, he's been doing nonsense for a minute, but because he's he's got some top attributes, they ignore it. But watch him. He does a lot of this stuff, but he gets away with it. He does it all the time. He does it all the time. In the City game, the guy was doing foolishness. Last season against Man City, he was at fault for one of the goals that went in. Um, there's countless howlers. He had one against Leicester last season. Him and Ozan Kabak had that, had that mad collision. And even in his first season, I remember he had a howler at Leicester away again um, with Jamie Vardy. He continuously makes these mistakes. And when it comes to me, yeah... When I look at goalkeepers, obviously most goalkeepers, they're good at saving shots, they're good at shot stopping, all of that good stuff. But the main thing is the reliability. That's what you want from them, innit? You want, you, you want to have, okay, I don't have to worry about anything behind my back four. I don't have to worry about anything behind my centre-backs. Right now, Alisson is proving that he's not giving that level of confidence. I mean, I, I, would, I wish we had a Liverpool fan on here to, to actually see if they feel the same way. Because obviously I know, as a Chelsea fan, having watched us play with Kepper in goal, where there's zero confidence, to having Mendy come in and there's a lot more confidence of just just basic competence. Like, you're not going to get beat at your near post. You're not going to pass the ball to the opposition. You're not going to do something basically dumb. And I think Alisson is clearly at fault for that first goal. And even the second goal, you're looking at Alisson like, what, what kind of limp hand is that? No, was, was, was the Zuma one the third goal? Zuma yeah. was the, yeah, the third. Well, all three. I don't care. Imagine that one as well. Why, why does he want? He was, no, he was ball watching, ball watching, ignored the, the man who was actually near him. And then by the time he actually turned around to see the fact that Zuma was there, it was too late. And Zuma's was, a big ute, you know. He's not, he's not a small guy. Literally, like, he didn't care. I think, was it? I think someone on the match today said it as well. He was because Antonio had been bodying him the entire time rather than getting someone to help him out with Antonio. Yep. He focused on that and then just kind of ignored what was happening else around him. And then by the time he's like, I think he, he clocked Zuma, Zuma was already in the air. So it was just yeah. like just doing nothing. You just and I think it. even even in the um, even in the replay, you can see he's he's pushing Antonio like he's that's his main focus in the corner. He's like, let me have, make sure Antonio is not scoring. Two twos now. Zuma just comes from the penalty spot and and and, and claims it. But yeah, there's that. I mean, I don't I don't want to make it seem like Liverpool have an issue because obviously they still have one of the best teams. It's it's not nothing to do with that. But he will catch this corn. I don't care. Alisson's been, been shocking. He's been out. I hate keepers. You don't command your box, bruv. Clear him out, bruv. Mm. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't he complaining about the first one because Abona may have touched it? Oh, man. Look, what, what on earth is he complaining about? I saw Liverpool fans going on the timeline acting like, yeah, this is a foul. You know, we should have got this. We should have got that. I'm like... We're just dead in the air. But even without Alisson, though, that defence was higgy that entire game. Like, we love Trent. The free kick was, was beautiful. But him and Matip were shocking. Sumptuous. Yeah. Him Matip? You think Matip as well, yeah? He was useless as well. All Actually, three out of four, because Van Dijk was... It's, it's funny to kind of go at Van Dijk because Van Dijk so you can find memes. But he was the best one. There was enough... I thought, I thought, that game would have been a whole lot worse if he didn't make a couple of them, like, runs. I'm, I'm being honest. I thought Van Dijk was excellent. 
Like, I, I thought every time, no, no, I, I'm agreeing with you, but I thought every time 1v1, yeah, like, Antonio came up against him, it was nothing. Bowen came up against him, it was nothing. But but it was a bit whatever, but it happens. You're playing against physical players, it's going to happen. But yeah. for the most part, he was sick. The rest of them three were shocking the entire game. I think, I think the midfield didn't control the midfield like they usually do because mm. every time Liverpool came to London Stadium, it was just like, Fours and fives. That's a home banker, isn't it? That's one when you know, okay, you captain Salah in your fantasy, Liverpool are winning by like three goals and you're good to go. But we know that this 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 West Ham side is a little bit different. But like you're saying, David, they went there with Henderson, Ox. Who else was in the midfield? Who was in the midfield? Henderson. Oh, Fabinho. Fabinho came back, in it? Yeah, yeah. Fabinho. So, it was Fabinho, Henderson and Ox. That's all good in this what is Ox's purpose in that in, in that midfield three? Be hench. Ask ask again. Ask again. Let's be hench. And for like, no, 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 like I'm I'm genuinely asking the question. Is he there because he's not there, he's not what? there to I asked Adrian this question. Was it last season? I said, bruv, you like why haven't you released him yet? Because I don't I don't see what Ox's strengths are. I told him what he's there for. You thought I was joking. He's there to be hench and light skin. That's what he's there for. Because anything else he had in abundance disappeared time ago. <laughs> wow. No, what does he do well? Yeah, because like, no, no, I... it's supposed to be bursting the bursting like with the dribbles and like an occasional long heavy shot. When is the last time he's done any like exactly, a burst? Yeah. Chris, Chris, like, that was his first not, season. Been... Yesterday, what I, what I was trying to figure out yesterday, after about 20 minutes, I was like. Okay, what is Klopp instructing him to do? Like, why is he in the team? Not even like, oh, what are your attributes? Because, you know, sometimes managers want you to do a certain job, especially if you're not a star. And I saw him a couple times stop uh, Jared Bowen from, from breaking away when, when uh, West Ham had a counter-attack. And I was like, okay, defensively you're doing all right, but defensively yeah. Liverpool ain't playing well and, and you're not a defender. So, I thought, like, I'm telling you before, I was just there. I just said that he, Bournemouth is waiting for him, but I even forgot Eddie Howe's not there. Newcastle is now waiting for him. There you go. The lights from the window will continue at Newcastle. Ah, it's a silly one. It's a silly one. Um, so we spoke about Trent's free kick. Amazing, amazing free kick. You I can't bury him. And the thing is, I don't know. I don't know about you lot, but I knew instantly it was going in. It was going in. It was. That was, that was obvious. When as soon as the referee pointed to the to the free kick, I was like, "Yeah, Trent's bagging this. Simple." Um, He's one of these players that is such a special talent that you're kind of you're kind of just expectant when it comes to his delivery and his set pieces. But my goodness, going going back, defending. <laughs> no, do you know what gets on my nerves? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was talking about his defender. Um, but why do they put that guy behind the wall, please? On the floor. What are you? What is your? Problem? Oh, what, West Ham. You know, it is, uh, the idea. The it idea did. is that is that um. You know, if you took a, if you take a short, not short, what's the word I'm looking for? A low free kick under there's, the wall, there's, there's someone there. So the free kick can jump as high as they want to jump. The wall, sorry. They can jump as high as they want to jump. And then the guy on the floor blocks wait, it. Wait, wait till that person gives away a penalty because you're doing stupidness, bro. Yeah, but they, 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 they put their hands like, oh, wait, that's so like, when, when, when someone eventually tries to do a low free kick and it, and it blocks it, everyone will be like, ah, that's what it's but there. They're, they're not going to do it, I've man. I've seen it happen, though. I've seen it happen. Motion. I've seen, I've seen someone... Listen, I've seen someone Hit if a free kick and get blocked by the if, guy lying if, down. If someone scores from a low free kick, but it's a well taken free. Bro, move, man. I hate. Brother, I can't stand it. He's not exactly big. He can't jump. So, like, using it. 
And you don't want the last thing you want is your wall doing a half-hearted jump. You want them to fully jump. So if they didn't make a difference yesterday, it doesn't make a difference. I can jump as high as I want because someone's there on the floor. It didn't work, but that's the psychological part of it. It didn't. Um, let me let me read some more comments. Uh, C1 London says, Oscar, my guy, Ben Rama was cooking man in the second half. You see, Ben Rama, Fournals, and Cresswell, they said we're going to tag team this this uh, left-hand side. And they finished Trent, finished him. I, I couldn't believe that Trent, um, well, I saw, I, I don't know if this is the official Sky one, but when I watched, uh, Prem, when I looked on the Premier League app, Trent was man of the match. I said, What? I mean, I get it. A goal and an assist, if you're looking at just stats, maybe. But when you watch the game, West Ham were burning that side, burning him. Like, Did you not have got a red card? I was going to jump onto that. I was going to jump onto that. Personally, personally, if you're asking me, no. I think, yeah. I don't think it's a red card. And I'm, so. Yeah. Hey, now, guys, that's a shocking challenge, bro. Ernest I, Ernest, I don't know if you've seen it, but I can explain it for you. Basically... I can't remember who it was that has the ball. A Liverpool player was Henderson, Henderson. Hendo. Uh, Hendo has the ball. Um, Cresswell comes in fast, yeah? He gets the ball, but he's, he's not really in control. Legs are flying about. Study, study, like, he rolls over the ball with his foot. So it's, it's, it's a thing for the The reason I say it's not a red... You're mute, you're, mate. You're muted, bro. Is it like Pogba's one against Keita? It is exactly yeah. like Pogba's one against Keita. It is exactly like Pogba's one against KR. And for me, both of those challenges are not red cards, if no, you ask me. You know what it is? Do you know what it is? Because I'm pretty sure Chris Paul's legs, like the tackle, both of them, his legs were high up on Henderson's leg. And it reminds me of, I think, when we when West Ham versus Arsenal, when Chris Paul did the same thing to Pepe, and the leg kind of did that bend thing. Mm. Like, if it, was, if it was any forceful, he could have broke something. But then he didn't get he didn't get a car for that then as well. He, both times, red cards, in my opinion, that he got away with. It's a joke, man. That's a red card challenge, man. Just nah, stop. man. I, I, I not disagree. early in the game. Not early in the game. I don't care, bro. It's not, about, it's not about it being early. C One London says, I can't lie, it was shocking still. But my, my opinion on this is this. If you get the ball, yeah, and you've gone in with one foot, like both Pogba and Cresswell, they didn't go in with two-footed challenges. They went in that, with one foot and the I other foot was cut. Pogba was two, you know. I no, well, I, bro, it wasn't. It wasn't. I remember because I was watching it with Peter and we had the same discussion. It was a one-footed tackle. Like, he goes in, like, with... with um, What's the word I'm looking for? With, like, pace. Like, it's it's wild. But one foot, you touch the ball, you, you, you then get a bit of the person. Uh, I don't think that should be red cards. Yeah, but then, but then, look. Ernest, look at this. Ernest, look at this. Oh, snap. Now that made, come on, that free spray makes it look way worse. I don't know. But that's how high it was. But the height of it, that's a, that's a red yeah, card. Yeah, I, I, I see why a man will say that's a red still. You can't tell uh, me, you can't tell me what's the Leeds guy who tackled Harvey Elliott, got the ball, Yeah, obviously... I didn't think that was already. <laughs> no, because, no, no, because do you know, you know what it is? As a referee, you can say that, because what, what Lola just showed me, as a referee, I'd say, why is your foot that high? That's my thing. And that's still because in the same... once. Yeah, because it's the same conversation that, you know, United fans have been having about their nanny. To this day, the nanny red card is a debate because it's like he went for the ball, but then the referee saying, "Why is your foot that high?" Yeah, and and, and that's the question ultimately, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, on I, another I, day, on another day, Hendo gets a mad injury. If they if they are consistent with it, 
I'm I, I'm not I'm not the maddest. You're asking because... for consistency from referees. Yes, they're horrible. Stuart Atwell was a clown, bro. Yeah, SW Six says the foot the the follow through is a bit mad still. I mean, yeah, I get it, but I'm always I'm old school in it. You win the ball, play on. You know what I mean? You won the ball. <laughs> He won the ball. But if it was more, I, I get you. But why is he so high up on the leg? Like, how did you end up that high up on the leg? See, and yeah. The thing, and the thing is that Dangerous. that's annoying. The thing that's annoying, that, those are injuries that we used to get all the time. Ruin DRB, Edward. Them, nah, man. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see anyone get in. Nah, man. Red card is a red card, but I don't care about the force. It was high. You got the ball, but it was high. The follow through mad. Hey, off you go, bruv. Off you go. Off you go, go. All right. Um, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Back on to Liverpool. Um, SW6 says, the problem is Liverpool's midfield. Without Genie, they can't press high anymore. Hence why you see Liverpool's centre-backs exposed a lot more. There was a period in this game where I saw Van Dijk screaming at that midfield. Like, how are you letting these guys come through? It was in the second half. They kept, kept, West Ham kept coming through with breakaways. And he was just like, how is this happening? Um, do you not think the midfield, I mean, now they got Fabinho back. Do you not think the midfield was the reason they struggled? Obviously, I know Ernest, you didn't see it, but... I wasn't impressed by Henderson. And I said before, Oxford was there to be there. So that was the time. I heard Thiago was getting moved to. No, I'm just saying... Hey, Thiago hey. come on late, though. He came on late. Whether or not he came on late, I keep saying it every time. Partly banter, but partly in truth. Thiago, I don't know why he's here for. He's here to thumbs up, smile, and kick people's shins. What has he actually done? Like, how, how many games has he played? Why is he here? No, no, I can't lie. I can't lie. I, I, this is the first time I've actually looked at Thiago like, what's going on? Because this guy came off the bench. The amount of misplaced passes he did, he was just there. And 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 honestly, after Thiago came on, West Ham had more chances. Like, we're talking about how bad Ox were. I mean, maybe because of the nature of the game and it opened up because Liverpool tried to go and win it. But when Thiago came on, it was like break after break after break because he kept... He had no control. He had no control at all. It was it was a, it was a bit mad. I've always said you went to the wrong team. Oh, definitely, you went to the team, man. Realistically, it made no sense because I looked I looked at his his strengths and I said this guy's a tempo specialist. He's Jorginho in uh, a what's it called? It, like a, a, just a shorter version. He keeps the ball, keeps 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 the tempo pushing, but he's not going to be fantastic at the mad style of pressing football that Liverpool want to play. So I would have taken him at United, period, because our midfield is our midfield. But mm. I don't think Liverpool needed him. Mm. Um, and, and from what I'm hearing about his performance, it was like, might as well have not been. I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't long, Ernest. I think he came on for like the last 10 or 15 minutes. But it was air. He didn't He didn't impact Liverpool in a positive way. Uh, C1 London says, Thiago needs to get up to speed, to be honest, after his injury. Uh, SW, the injury SW thing... Says, Damn, uh, Liverpool got Thiago in the mud. Yeah, the injury thing is obviously a thing. I wasn't expecting him to be freaking king, the king of the pitch or anything. But this is not new. In his entire tenure at Liverpool, I haven't been impressed at all. I mean, yeah. Like, everybody, everybody gave him a year off. He did not get half as much corn as he should have got for his performance last season. And I think now we're like, okay, big man, deliver. And I think maybe we'll give him a couple games from the injury, but we'll see. C1 London says Thiago is a press resistant, is press resistant and a tempo dictator. Well, he wasn't he wasn't resistant too well. I think he's like in a team that okay. wants to keep possession. Sorry, say that again. 
I think he's press resistant in a team that wants to keep possession. Mm. And I, and I, all I'm saying is that, that description sounds like success is biased to me, and I ain't seen it. I I I got a question for you guys here. Yeah. Where did all these vocabulary come from? Press resistant bands. <laughs> what the hell? Where you know have what? I been? Where have as, I been? As the, as the game has gone on, and I'd say it's happened in like the last five years, everything's just a little bit more technical. Like people um, people love to explain role. Like back in the day, a central midfielder was a central midfielder, bro. Like maybe I was just young, innit? But that's that's just how it was. I think like now people definitely want to identify what thing you do, how you do it, and, and 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 the invention of stats, the invention of you know things like scorecard, up to Joe, all these little uh, machines and things that they use to analyze games now meant you go a, a little bit deeper. Everyone's role has to be identified. What do you do? What attributes do you possess? And I think this is just a symptom of it. But yeah, with with Thiago, it's a mad one. It's a mad one still. SW6 says, uh, I think it was a big mistake by Liverpool was gambling on either Hendo or Genie contract-wise. Genie was very good for their system. Facts. That's true. But it's, it's oh, man. Money, it? Was like, it about, wasn't it about money? Like, Genie wanted more and then Hendo was like an option where, oh, he's, he's, he's Henderson, he's captain, he's all English and shit. Let's um, pay, pay them both, man. You donuts, bro. Yeah. Um, I, I just wanted to get on to what Ernest was saying because, you, Ernest, you mentioned how uh, Thiago wants to perform in a possession-based team rather yeah. than what Liverpool are doing. And I think yes, in yesterday's game, I'm not going to talk about Liverpool as a whole, but isolation of yesterday's game, they were really, really poor when they had all the ball because there was a couple of times when um, when West Ham went ahead, the ball was now, was, was now there with Liverpool. Liverpool go and take the game. They couldn't really build anything. Their build-up play was quite poor. They weren't creating chances. It was when West Ham would attack and Liverpool would counter, I felt like that's when you felt like Liverpool were way more dangerous. They, they seemed more natural counter-attacking than they did on the ball. Yeah, because that, because, that because they're mid... Bro, look at the midfield that won the Champions League final. This team is more aesthetically pleasing than that... that sorry, this midfield... Is more aesthetically pleasing than that midfield. Like for me, instead of Thiago, they should have gone for someone like um, what's my man from Leicester, Tillemans. Like he makes okay. a lot more sense because his attributes. He, he's like he's exactly what you're saying when you say back in the day, central midfielders were just central midfielders because he he doesn't have a he doesn't have an, an, an outstanding strength that makes him like head and shoulders above certain men. Mm. But he's very combative. He moves around a lot, keeps the ball moving, and from from time to time he will shoot. Thiago's too pretty for them. Mm. He's way too pretty for them. And for me, that's why. Like for, for for years, we've been saying Jordan Henderson is not levels, but you see why he works for Liverpool. Did you? What I'm saying he's not. I'm not taking him at United. As bad as we are, Jordan Henderson does not improve us. He, he's just gonna shout a lot. You know the ones. Mm. But like, I'd rather someone like Fabinho. Do you see what I'm saying? Someone like Fabinho, I take. But Liverpool's midfield is now more technical. But because they they've never been a team that passes through midfield, they're getting a lot more exposed, especially with Fabinho being out. Mm. So that thing of and also Rob, Robertson has not been at the heights that we know him to be. Oh, oh this we'll go on to him. Oh, well, for real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to stick on the midfield for now, but we'll, we'll get on to Robo. Don't you worry. Yes, yes. So essentially, what I'm saying is, I think, I think Liverpool are struggling because they didn't. I, 
they, on on one hand, I'm like they didn't they didn't improve their squad, but on the other hand, I'm like does does Klopp know what he wants now? Mm. Because I think we can get onto the owners all day. Yeah, this is just me asking questions. I'm not saying it's his fault or not. But does Klopp actually is he is he cool? Is he actually happy with what he has? Because to we've gotten to, to this part of the season where we're like Liverpool's still a strong team, but they've conceded goals. Now they've lost the game, drawn to Brentford in ways that I'm like, this ain't Liverpool, man. Like this mm. is not the Liverpool that I know. And I'm wondering like what made them not spend more. That's strange to me still. I hear you. I hear you. Um, C1 London, he says, uh, Thiago in Man City system or a Chelsea system, he cooks. Uh, and his top five CMs in the Prem went on fire. Yeah, I, I don't think... Um, I, I don't think any of us doubt the quality of Thiago. It's just more the fit for this team because so far it's not really working. Um, C1 London also says, I hear what Peter is saying. That's, I think he's talking about Ernest. That's not Peter. <laughs> the name, I know the name tags are not showing, but um, yeah, this Ernest. Um, he says, <laughs> he says. Uh, to be honest, I think Klopp uh, wants to try and change his style and play in midfield and control the game more instead of playing at 100 miles per hour. That's why Thiago was signed. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people were making noise about uh, Liverpool being found out under Klopp. So maybe there was an element of him literally going, you know what? Before they can find me out, let me let me switch up the flow. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, SW6 says, Dave's Max doing the mad thing. Dave, is your Max doing the mad thing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll scratch my beard. My beard's all itchy, bro. Um, okay, cool. Couple couple more comments and then uh, we can move on. SW6 says, what happened to the best player in the world? Very, very good question. Um, he's been missing for two weeks now. Ah, uh, guys, are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it, Ernest. They, called, they, they said he was the best player in the world because he had a good run <laughs> in the start of the season. Best in the world. I mean, if you're looking at stats, technically got an assist in it. But Lola, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> Addis, Addis, wait, wait, Addis, wait, wait. Addis, wait, wait, Addis, wait, wait. Wait. You said technically he got an assist. Addis, do you know what the assist was? Are you serious? It was one of them Fugazi joints. <laughs> hey, bro, man just tapped, bro. Man just did a little... <laughs> he laid off the free kick for Trent. Like, he just tapped it. And then Trent... <laughs> and that's the assist that we're claiming. <laughs> Come on, man. I thought, I thought... Clinging onto straws, you know. That's yeah. That's do, you know, do, you know what, yeah. do you know what happened yesterday? See, yesterday's game was typical... Um, West Ham squad, I right, let's sit back. Don't don't give Liverpool space. Don't give them nothing, bro. Just mm. keep it all in front of you. Obviously, they got the goal from the free kick. Moyes made these adjustments at halftime and just peppered Trent. From there, the game's gone. Once they go two one, I right, was done. Mm. So yeah, Salah, so that, Salah really couldn't do anything. It's kind of that thing that happened almost like with the uh, Villa game where they kind of just decided, I right, chuck a long ball over the head of Matt and Trent and see what happens. Like, if you watch it, a lot of that happened. Mm. Um, Baraka says, uh, Liverpool got West Ham. <laughs> Shout out to Baraka. C1 <laughs> says, uh, Oscar, that assist is the gaziest assist I've seen claimed. Blood. And the Liverpool man never claiming it. Um, yeah, by the way, a couple, couple more things I wanted to get onto was Robertson. Um, SW6 says Robertson was poor. Um, C1 London said he was smelly. Um, poor for a minute. 
He's been, he's been poor for a minute. He's been poor for a minute. And, it, and it's, it's, it's a weird one because I really, really do like Robertson. I think he's one of the best left-backs in the world. Um, but right now, I'm seeing Liverpool fans say Simakas deserves a shout over him. And to the point where Klopp was asked in a press conference and he had to confirm it. Klopp had to say, no, Robertson's the best left-back in the world. He's my number one. But apparently in, in the League Cup games and that, I don't really watch them. But apparently uh, Simakas was... was I get it because it's the same thing like Robertson is the number one and Simigas is very clearly the backup but I think it's one of those things it's like with me and like uh, Tierney versus Nuno where I know we'll get on to that I'm saying similar I know who my number one left back is but on form and he's been playing Mm -hmm. better it's the backup so in case of do you pick the backup who's been playing better or do you want to stick with your number one but that being said, Robertson's an idiot. I don't like him, so I hope he continues to play bad. Yeah, man, he deserves to get bullied, man. The guy, the guy's too mouthy, too too mouthy. Um, lot, okay, we spoke. We spoke a lot. Um, shout out to C1 London. He says his crosses this season have been making him feel sick. Um, we spoke a lot about Liverpool. Uh, just want to quickly touch on West Ham for a bit. David Moyes has got this team playing. Uh, a very, very solid brand of football where you feel like you're going to struggle when you go against them. We've got them in a couple of weeks. I know United have got them not too... Oh, no, you just played them, innit? Played them, played them in the league and in the League Cup. Okay, yeah, you, you played them twice. Never mind that. Um, I'm very, very fearful about playing West Ham. I feel like they could they could take points off us easily. They're a Moise, great side. Moyes did what he's done. He, he literally, he's just made Everton by a West Ham. That Everton team that he had, that he was doing mm. a match with, he's just done Moise that. Job. But I've done it with West Ham now. It's kind of got the whole Fellaini thing with Suchek. It's kind of got all his men kind of there. He's got his thing. He's not. He's doing what Moyes has done. He's like he gets his people in place. It's the way he wants to play, so he can do exactly what he wants to do. And now it's clicking. He's yeah. got, got a bit lucky with that. Some of the talent that he actually just managed to kind of inherit, like Rice. Like that's 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 beautiful. I don't, I don't think he's got that lucky. Look, he's yeah, not, not lucky. I'm saying not as in the games he won. I'm saying in terms of the talent he got already. Mm. That's it. It's it's just rice. The Cresswell was good before. Okay, but dead. Okay, Cresswell, Rice, yeah. Antonio, he made Antonio this striker. I'm 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 giving Moyes. Huh? I'm saying some of the players are already there. You know what I'm saying when I when I'm saying recruitment wise, some of the players he's he's made better. But he, they were there for him. Like he was there. They were there. You're saying he was fortunate. He was fortunate yeah. to have something. Rather than having to go through a whole situation where he's had to bring in bare man to kind of compensate, he's he's brought in some players, obviously. But some uh, players, I think I think he's signed. He's signed really, really well. Um, Suchek's a brilliant signing. Um, he brought in Bowen, right? That was his signing. No, he was on loan, wasn't he? No, no, he didn't. He bought him. Yeah, he bought him. He bought him. I was thinking of um, I was thinking of the Leicester guy. Yeah, he bought he bought Bowen from I think it was Hull. Yeah, and then obviously now this season, Ben Rama looks like he's 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 arriving. You know, he, last season he didn't really oh, show right. up. He just needed he just needed the season to kind of settle. Yeah, it took a while. Yeah, but big up Moyes, man. Uh, SW6 says Moisey come with the Everton blueprint, strong physical side. Um, Antonio running the channels, Bowen on smoke. I, like I can't I can't I can't see. Um, I can't see anything. Who was last week who was chatting about Antonio's lack of technical ability? Who said that? I don't know. Yeah, someone in the panel said last week, and I was like, this game proved it. Like, Antonio, Antonio is an annoyance. He's an absolute, like, like annoyance to play against. But that game yesterday was proving the point. I think it was either David or someone else. He's saying, Antonio's a sick player. But he's not taking, he's not taking like that. That game showed it. Yeah. 
Mount lost the counter because it fell behind him or he lost the track of where the ball was. But we know what Antonio is. But that's what I'm saying. When people, I think when people, when people say that Antonio isn't techn- technical, they're not trying to be rude. It just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good at what he's good at. I think he was intimidated by Van Dijk. That's what I think. Because I, 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 see, I watch Antonio eat up defenders. The technical ability is not there. And you're right. It's, it's never really going to be there. He can't really dribble. He just run, kick and run. And then he's got a powerful shot on him if he gets the space to, to take it off. Um, but, yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know, yeah. I, I think he's a great he's a great fit for them. He's, do it, he's doing what they need. Um, yeah, being, fe- being fearful of, of Van Dijk is not a bad thing. He's just smart. Yeah. He said, I, can't, I can't bully him. I'll go to the other one instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, as much as I want to cook Liverpool, man, I, I was looking at Van Dijk like, this guy is one of the best centre-backs in the world. Like, he's so good. Physically, though, I'm looking at him a lot. Injury, I know. I'm still looking at him a little. Like, he's still, like, technically, positionally, he knows what he's doing, obviously, he can't fault that. I'm looking at him sideways with his physical stuff, though. I'm waiting just to kind of at least longer in the season to see how much it is. Maybe he's still trying to run off the kind of injury. Mm. But I'm looking, he's, just, mm, he's a little off. He's off. You can see that the steps. It's, it's there. You can see it. But we'll see. I, I think it was just yesterday. I think he's been good most of the season, man. He's, he's been calm. He's got enough. He's got enough PMP to override the lack of technical. He's got enough. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, last week, speaking of PMP, Nim says Agent Zuma saved us. Uh, big up Kurt Zuma for the goal. Um, it's hot game, in man, though. Huh? It's hot game. He's got the the, the springs he's got is, is insane. In the air, I think he's one of the best in the league. Yo, them man are massive. What's them are huge, fam? Them man are massive. units, bro. Units, bro. I'm like, we'll still manage to find leaps, jump. They're they're bringing they're bringing off Ogbonna and they're throwing on Craig Dawson. It's a match. Like you see, TV it doesn't do justice how big these guys are. When you're next to them, yeah, like they came around to the corner where I was standing to celebrate. I'm like, yo, who's who's the biggest? Ogbonna, definitely Ogbonna, fam. Okay. Uh, Even Klopp won't like Klopp is tall, you know. He looks it, bro. A lot of these footballers are deceptive. Like, on the screen, you're not thinking that big and then you see them, oh, no, they're, they're massive. Hmm. All right, let's 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 move on from West Ham Liverpool. Uh, I think we've exhausted that game enough. Manchester United hosted Manchester City and City came and uh, did what we expected them to do. They pretty much embarrassed Oli. Um, Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola's side won 2-0. Um, it was a slow annihilation, bro. It was a slow annihilation. It was a painful, painful death. Um, slaughterhouse, bro. I don't know if it's opposite of slaughterhouse is, but yeah. Death by a thousand cuts. Mm. <laughs> And 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 City are the team, yeah. That when they beat you, they they show the golfing quality. Like they show you this is levels. Like we are levels for you. How can Roy Keane? How can Roy Keane say, yeah? I don't know who it was. He said Foden came off the pitch, done his interview, and he's not breathing. He's not thinking. (laughs) Gasping for breath, like this is meant to be a derby match, fam. He's just training pitch. It's like a training session. The pundits were. On dying, they were on one. Yeah, man. Everyone's taking shots at United now. Everyone's taking shots. Not taking correct shots though. I was hearing talk about Fred. I was hearing talk about Bay. All these men. I didn't hear enough chat about Shaw. I didn't. Hear oh no 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 no. We we can't no? we can't discuss Shaw. All these men. 
No, no, we don't discuss Shaw around here because you know, if if it's if it's not this, you know, you, you can't really critique it. Because <laughs> first first things first, get right. Luke Shaw out of this club. <laughs> like first things first. <laughs> you have been here with me. 2018 Manchester derby at the Etihad is when I had enough. Mm. That's when I had enough. Because a, a specific goal happened, yeah? Um, SW6, we will discuss Lucas Shaw because idiots were calling him Shawberto Carlos last year. All because he finally decided to stand in his position. There's three players in Man United that lack positional discipline. Paul Pogba, Bruno Fernandes, but the king, the 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 the, the grand poobah, the the flipping the emperor of insane ill discipline in his position. Luke Shaw is not a left back; he's a midfielder. <laughs> because I don't understand. You see, you see, back in the day, yeah, when Jose Mourinho said it's Luke Shaw's body, but it's 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 yeah, he said it's Luke Shaw's body, but it's my brain. Okay. I said, bro. This guy's rude. Then I started to clock it. I was like, no, this guy's not it, man. And for years, people were telling me, oh, it's the leg break, it's the leg break. Last year, he had a good season. All of a sudden, he was Roberto Carlos. I was like, bro, relax. Let's calm down. Mm. So first of all, get him out of the club. The goal that the goal that we conceded that made me think this guy is not, is not going to improve. The, there's a cross that comes in from City. I've forgotten who crossed it. As the cross is coming in, Luke Shaw is facing David De Gea. Mm. It's not a set piece. He's facing him. And I'm like, bruv, why is your back to the attack? Yeah. What's happening here? Then, Bernardo Silva, in the same way, guys, I swear to you, in the same way he gets he gets past him in this in Saturday's game, it happened in his game in 2018. Goes past him, taps it in. Yeah. By the time Luke Shaw's turn, turn his face to the attack... It's 2-1. Like, I don't think you guys understand. I, I was spitting blood. Ernest. I said, you know what? This guy is not good. Ernest. Come on, David. I was at work here. There was a bunch of guys sitting there. We were sitting in the canteen watching the game. There's no volume. We're all sitting there, yeah? We watch Cancelo cross the ball. I'm thinking, nah, this is going out for a corner. I'm, they're not, like, goal kick. They're not stupid. Bro? David. <laughs> why, 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 was it, why was it across in the first place? Do you know why? A certain Bruno Fernandes, who came after the game and said, ah, oh, um, we're too easy to play against, says the guy who didn't close down Cancelo for the goal. For the first one as well. Even for the for first the cross. The first, he doesn't close him down. Bruno Fernandes, bro, Oscar, how long have I been screaming this guy's name? He's, he's, bro, what's that, what's that imam that says, it's a false image? <laughs> Wallahi, it's a false image. It's a false image. It's a false image. For the, for the Bruno Fernandes Sorry, Lola, go on. I said, I've been waiting for the goals and assists to dry up because I've been, I've been cussing him before this, but he kept scoring. Yeah. Do you know what, yeah. happened. It's now, he's not doing anything. Like you can see the full chicken head that he is. The amount of times he's now... Every corner, pretending to press. Bruno Fernandes, and the thing is, the thing is, honestly, like, Bruno Fernandes is one of those guys, if you're not looking for um, things outside of goals and assists, you're not going to see the problems that he 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 faces. He, 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 he does a lot, yeah? So, for me, I, I feel like Bruno is 
a man, I love him in the final third. In and around the 18-yard box, I love Bruno. Because some of the passes that he, he makes, is like, he's, he's insane. Mm. However, if I was a coach, I, I, he'd piss me off every game. Because he is the reason why our shape is always disjointed, especially on the right. Don't get me wrong. Wambasaka has not showered himself in glory, covered himself in glory this season. I personally think he has regressed. I think he's gone backwards. I think that the things that were his strengths are now becoming things that he's he's clinging on to straws because three years into your United career, we can't keep talking about you're very you're only good on recovery. Why are you not good on the front foot? Why why do you always have to wait for an attacker to get behind you to defend? So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like as much as Luke Shaw's bad, Wambazaka hasn't been bad as well. Mm. But a big reason as to why he has to press up a lot is because Bruno is missing. Because I think that what Oli wants a lot of the time, now hear me out, this is what I think, is that when we are attacking, we play in the 4-2-3-1. So he wants Bruno central in the 4-2-3-1. He wants him to be the number 10. I ain't got a problem with that. But when we don't have the ball, he wants a flat 4-3-3. Which means that it's Greenwood, Bruno, Wambasaka. That's what he wants on the right side. What Bruno does, as we saw in the Liverpool game, is he goes missing. He just disappears mm. from the shape. And that means Wambasaka has to press high. And we know that because he's a recovery man, he's, he's recovered on he's relied on his recovery for so many years that he doesn't feel he doesn't understand actually, I need to hold my position as well. When he pushes up, it means Lindelof is dragged as well. That's what opens the space for Maguire and Shaw to always be exposed. My issue with them is that they always come in, come central. Stay mm. where you are and mark the guys that you're supposed to mark. You see what I'm saying? Don't cause more problems. And that's the other thing with people like Fred, where they don't know where they're supposed to help as well and cover space. This is all a coaching issue. But anyway, I looked at the City game and I thought, Bruno is just jogging. He's not doing anything. Mm. Like he's Bruno doesn't do anything if he's not attacking, and that's a huge problem. Wow! So you're you're saying he doesn't work like he he doesn't press and do all that, the other work. The problem is that he presses singularly, so mm. Bruno chase shadows all the time, but it's not it's not intelligent. Like you're not using your brain when you're doing off the ball work, and that's the problem. Um, I think I think C1 agrees with you. He said Bruno Press is reckless, Ernest. That lineup against Man, Man City, uh, the lack of technical ability and the basic fundamentals in that side right. is honestly so bad for Manchester United standards. It's bad. And, and the thing is, and the thing is, you know why you know why it's worked? Because Oli is as chaotic as Bruno. That's why it's worked. Mm. Because that the COVID season, I was telling Amanda today, we only finished third because Bruno came in and, and you know how the league is. The league gives you a season. We don't know who you are, and then we clock you after a season. Yeah. You need to rise above us clocking you all the time. That's what makes most players in this league world-class. Because Kevin De Bruyne has been crossing inshallah for years, but you can't stop him. You see what I'm saying? Trent has been cross-whipped, like, on his right foot, technical ability is on a hundred. Yeah. But there's certain players where they come in into the league, and it's like, after a season, it's like, oh, how good is this guy type thing? Bruno's one of them. Bruno's a player that has world-class ability in the final third. Everywhere else, Higgy. Absolutely Higgy. Mm. Let's, moving on from Bruno, Luke Shaw does not know where to stand. 
Um, Luke, Luke Shaw or Luke Shawarma? <laughs> Baraka says, where are all the men that said Luke Shawarma and Wan Biscuit are the best left back and right back in the world? Bruno with another stinker. Don't get me started on Bro, that. People were saying they were the best fullbacks in the world. Hey, I think that's, that, that's top reds. Top reds were saying that. Do you see your fellow Englishman has now declared for for Poland? You two switch because I don't know why you're still waiting. <laughs> is it what's he waiting on? I don't know what he's waiting for. He's not getting called up. How old is Wan Bissaka? He's what, he might 20, be what 23? 23, With Rich James and Trent being younger than you, same level is. Ainsley Merlin now when he was playing left, playing fullback, got called up before Wan Bissaka. That should have told you everything. So what? Oh, Ainsley can't switch, no? But I, I think... Has Ainsley, I don't know how many games Ainsley's played. He needs to go to Jamaica, man. I think, not... I think it's less than three. Maybe a switch. My point is, if Ainsley, who, <coughs> who's been saying is not a fullback, everyone's been saying he's not a fullback, he played fullback for a bit, got caught up before you, and you're still waiting. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, good, great point. Great point. It's, it's looking long for Wan-Bissaka. I mean... He was a bit of a scapegoat. Uh, you, you saw you saw the pundits go at him more than Shaw, more than Maguire. But it, I didn't feel sorry for him because he kind of deserved it. He was horrible. He was horrible, but then it's just it's just it's it's, 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 it's the no. Nah, but Oscar, they never get onto the fridge. That's the thing. They the never get onto him, bro. No, but no, but at this point, it's at this point, like what 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 does Maguire have on you? Like in all seriousness, bro. Like why does he never get critiqued? Mm. Why? Why is it every time they talk about Maguire, it's what the team has to do for him? Simply because he played with two DMs for the Euros, they think that that's what we have to do for him. It's like, no, you're the captain of Manchester United. Mm. Come out in the Metro newspaper talking about, I feel the pressure's on me. Shut up, bro. Like, stop talking, bro. It's and a big drama. People suing me. It's, like, it's not only Maguire gets away because think about it. Maguire gets, 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 gets like let off. Him and Shaw get let off, but then you'll have the other two, either if it's Lindelof or Bailly or Wamasaka, get all the hate for it. Same thing in midfield. Fred will get all the blame. McTominay gets let off by saying, ah, oh, he's learning. Uh, he's, he's, he's older dumb. than, yeah, than he's Rashford. Rashford. He's older than Rashford. He's older than Rashford. Yes, he is. And he gets let off. He's, learning, he's still learning his trade. I ask Scott McTominay lawyers all the time, why does he play centre-back for Scotland? Mm. I ask this question all the time, and there's no answers. How the hell do you let... Don't get me wrong, they're both better than him. McGinn and Billy Gilmore start start ahead of you. You play central midfield for United and you can't start for Scotland? Come on, bro. How how good is he? You're trash, he trash bro. on Sunday. Big club alone should have got him into that midfield. He's trash. Listen, He's as trash, I said, well, 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 look, here's my question. He was trash on Sunday. Yeah, did he play midweek? Yeah. I guess Atlanta. I guess Atlanta. Played, yeah. It was shocking, bro, still. So when was, when was he good? Just, listen, listen. listen. He was doing I blame Alex Ferguson. Pitch. That's when he was apparently good. I blame Alex Ferguson. The Munich Air Disaster anniversary when Joseph... Um, what's it called? I'm not talking about the actual air disaster. Jose Mourinho, you're taking a piss. Jose Mourinho um, <laughs> walked past Alex Ferguson as the ceremony was kicking off, yeah? I think it was Jose's first or second season. Mm. He walks past... I think you can still find the video on YouTube. He walks past mm. Alex Ferguson and Ferguson's like, 
yo, that must that that McTominay kid, you have to play him. And I'm like, why? Like, why does he have to play? Why? It's quite has, has has McTominay improved since he's come? No. No. <laughs> he's the same. He's the same guy. He's the Go same ahead. guy. And, ahead, and for years, and for years, people are telling me, oh, but he works hard. Works hard where? Where does he work hard? Like what? And and David, this is why the technical aspects of the game are coming to light more. Because I look at someone like Gini Wijnaldum, you couldn't take the ball off him. That's why he was a press-resistant midfielder. Yeah. yeah. So I have to look at the attributes because I feel like football and in the internet has allowed us as everyday going fans to understand the game a lot more than we did in 1998. We just, we just saw a man dribbling and said, oh, he's way because he's dribbling. But there's, there's man that can dribble and there's man that is like, mm, you're a bit higgy. And then there's people that cannot dribble, period. So it helps you to understand things a, a bit better. I'm looking at Scott McTominay. What are his strengths? If I if I looked at Fabregas in 2006 or 2008, Fabregas is not great defensively, but I know what I'm, I, I want him for. Yeah, what is Scott McTominay good for? Juice. I don't know. Is he just running around? Like, is he trying to run for the... Like, what's he doing? What does he do well? Nothing, bro. Maybe, maybe shooting. Maybe shooting. I'm not asking you to be a striker. No, because um, the way top reds run, like the kind of old school, uh, you know, the fans, McTominay is perfect for them. He, 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 he's got the passion. He runs around a lot and he, he, he's good with jewels. So when he gets into a tackle and he wins them and then G's up the crowd a bit, boom, he's on side. And the whole thing, he has got good striking ability. The whole thing, because didn't he used to be a striker in the academy? His actual striker technique is actually quite good. I think he's fair, he can strike a ball, man. <laughs> but everything else, he's rubbish. His passing, I don't rate. He can run because he's got energy, but uh, okay, Bearman can run. Um, C1 says uh, McTominay is smelly blood. Gilmore, who doesn't even play for Norwich, will start above him. That's politics. <laughs> That's politics. Norwich win relegation. They do that thing when they drop off kids when they when they're losing so badly. We'll get we'll get on to Norwich today. Don't you worry. We will talk about them. Um, C1 says, Ernest, does it annoy you that Bruno can't receive the ball on the half turn or dribble at players, instead spamming crosses because it's predictable? The thing is, Bruno, Bruno receiving the ball is probably the least of my issues. I, I just worry that he he misplaces it deep in midfield. But in, in the final third, he's very good at receiving it. and he, distrib- he actually distributes quite well in the final third. It's just everything else... Everything else he does, if you're asking him, bruv, the clearest example, you guys are not going to watch it, but that's that's I, I would understand why. The Europa League final last season, we played in a 4 3 3. He asked Scott McTominay to be the anchor, Bruno and Pogba to be the two eights. That alone was suicide, yeah. <laughs> then this is what happens after five minutes literally, five minutes in, Bruno's playing with Cavani up top. I'm like, bruv, where are you? Like, what's he doing? I was like, bruv, for, for, for about 60, 70 minutes, Pogba was the anchor of a midfield. And guys, I love Pogba, but defensively, he is higgy. Oh my gosh. Like, he's bad defensively. I, I can't, like, forget Pogba for one second. How can you say Bruno was meant to play eight, but he was playing second striker? Right, next <laughs> Watch the last three United games. Bruno doesn't like, want to in He wants to be all the time. He's up there. Mm. He does it all the time. And no, and no one talks about it. No one talks about it. 
because he gets goals and assists. And I'm trying to tell you guys, that was last season and the season before. The league has clocked him, bruv. The league has clocked him, bruv. You can't, you, you can't, you can't run away. Like, once the lights are on you, you can't hide. You can't hide, bruv. And the thing about Bruno is that, is that I've always wondered, like, what would become of him with a, with a very rigid regimental coach. Like, now they're talking about Ralph Rangnick, I think his name is. He was the one that um, is essentially the reason why Leipzig are Leipzig. Yes. Um, especially when he brought them up from relegation. He introduced a style of football that made Leipzig famous. And people call him the father of pressing. I think it's Cap. But, you know, you, you, take, you, you take what you will with that. But apparently he's meant to be one of these, like, Nagelsmann type, hipster type coaches who are very good technically and stuff. Wasn't he the... Wasn't he like the technical director over Nagelsmann? Or did I make that up? No, I think it's both. He's a, he's a, he's a he, was, he was coach at one point, then he became technical director, I think. Okay. Um, and so so people are talking about him coming to United, yeah? Now, I look at someone like, like Emil Forsberg, who really played well in the number 10 role. Wasn't the best in the world, but he was, he was, he was decent. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't miss his chances for days, man. Say that again? The, the brother misses chances for days, Emil Forsberg. He annoys me. But carry on. Yeah, so I'm looking at someone like that and I think to myself, I, I'm not one of these United fans that doesn't think Bruno can improve. I really think he can. I just think that Oli's just a shook youth who is not going to tell his son, because I thought Rashford was his son. Bruno's his real son. Yeah. Mm. Like, he's not going to tell his son what to do because he feels like allowing... Because there's a very rom- romanticised... Before I even carry on, Manchester United are suffering from a very romantic view of Alex Ferguson. Well, that that's one of the biggest problems we have as a club, where everything goes back to the Man United way, with yeah. Man United DNA, and a lot of that was Alex Ferguson's um, legacy. Is that Manchester United didn't necessarily have a style? We, we you probably yeah. say over all the twenty-seven years he was there, we were very 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 famous for counter-attacking football, um, but we knew how to sit deep. Um, and launch launch passes with the the three fastest players in the league at the time in Tevez, Ronaldo, and Rooney. But as the minute football shifted into a more system style of um, structure, when we played Barcelona in two thousand and nine, we got exposed. Like you can't yeah. tell me your style is winning. What? How do you play football as a team? But so that, now that's always what I've thought though. When I look at the two teams, Real Madrid and Manchester United, you man just win. That, that, was, that was your style yeah. of play. Just win. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, for the 20 plus years that he was there, it worked. We won two Champions League trophies, 13 league titles. It clearly worked. The mm. problem is, finding another Alex Ferguson, bruv, like, you might as well resurrect Limewire. Like, that's not just not going to happen. You see what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't make sense. And the the problem is, you're getting a lot of revisionist chat talking about, oh, but if you guys didn't give Fergie a chance in 86, he would have never gotten a chance. Shut up. Like, stop. Like, stop, stop, stop this. Like, people need to stop this because the times were different. Yeah. Like, the influx of money, whether you like it or not, has influenced ownership decisions on whether managers stay and go. He cannot, with the introduction of uh, Ronaldo, 73 million Sancho, Varane. Oh, it's Sancho. Like, you, you cannot. Bruv, we spent 50 million on, on Fred. 
50 million on Wan Bissaka, 85 million on flipping Harry Maguire. That's just our defense. You cannot allow a man who's going to deplete the finances you could potentially get from winning the league, winning the Champions League, simply because of nostalgia. That just doesn't make sense to me, bruv. So even if you even if you're saying like, ah, oh, we're not even trying to to talk about Alex Ferguson, we're just trying to win stuff. For the sake of winning, sack the guy. Sack him. Because it doesn't make sense as to why he's here, bro. Mm. Now we're not going to challenge for the biggest trophies. Again, because we haven't done this for eight years, because you're not getting the best in quality from a coaching level. Like, who was it that was saying on Sky Sports that um, Manchester United have coaches, apart from feeling, that are learning on the job? Manchester United have coaches who are learning on the job. Mm. This is embarrassing, bro. You see what I'm saying? The, the, the thing about City, because we haven't even talked about the City game, is Fact. that yeah. is is that City, bruv, City was worse than Liverpool simply because, bruv, they didn't even try. Man, this was this up. was training, bruv. That that is crazy. No, that's, David, that is great. No subs. <laughs> bruv. He said nobody's tired. Nobody was tired. You see Pep here, Pep takes the piss, bruv. You man been talking all this smack here. Let me show you, man. <laughs> I'm going to go David, to Old Trafford and make no because Because Oli beats Pep, he's going to beat him today. Where? Where <laughs> was he going to beat him? <laughs> Come on, man. Honestly, oh, people were shocked that we lost. People were genuinely shocked that we lost. Because they thought that a Fugazi Tottenham result wow. here from a Fugazi Tottenham team meant that we were back. Like, the bar is in hell, man. Like, in all honesty, bro, oh, it's in hell, man. Um, just 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 touching on the game for a little while. I guess we have to talk about it. Unfortunately, the first goal was a Bay own goal. Um, second goal was a bit of a David de Gea howler. I, I think we've we've got bored of talking about David de Gea's mistakes because you know, you know the Gea one was unfortunate because he was sick that game. <laughs> that was that was actually I I, I, I give it to Shaw more than de Gea. I give it to Shaw, bro. I'll give it to Shaw. No. The hair should done better. Uh, no, the hair has to save that. No, 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 no. The hair has to do better. It's but practically the same, own goal. The, the, same way, the same way you're telling David not to freeze frame the tackle in the West Ham game is the same way I'm trying to tell you. Anything in slow motion looks worse. And I'm telling you, I'm not saying David De Gea has no blame. I'm just saying the it's lion's share of the blame is on Luke Shaw. Because if you deep because, because 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 Oscar, look at the look at where the cross comes in, and he's acting like. No, he knows. he knows Silver's behind him. Just clear no, it out of corner and keep it moving. Mm. I don't clear get it. it. And, 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 also, and also, Harry Maguire, I beg you, for the love of Jesus Christ, Mark, tell, dictate what your back four should do. Man is at the cinema. He's always watching stuff. Mm. Tell your back four what to do. Because clearly they lack leadership. Do you know what he does? And, and remember, I think Oscar, you put in the WhatsApp group, the who's at fault for this goal. I say it was Maguire because you can see Bay Bay is having a mate, he's had a mate. You can see Isabella is going to go through and go, come across and cut that bad boy out, bro. But he doesn't. Man goes through one on one. He's just, he's well, just just a clarification. we're talking about the, the second <laughs> at, Atalanta goal. Yeah. Mm. Well, you've seen a howler. 
just clean up, bro. If it means you come come across, don't just my you know, I hate I can't stand defenders who try to play offside, bro. You've seen a man oh offside, that's my stats in disguise, bro. Oscar, Oscar, you know you know the only reason you need conviction with it. You know the only reason why I agree with David about that thing here is because I feel like for years Man United's back four does not smell danger. We don't we don't know how to we're not urgent enough. Watch watch the highlights of the Leipzig game we played in the group stage last season. Every goal was just we're we're just asleep. Home or away. Always asleep especially especially at the near and and, and back post all the time. All the t- it, it happens all the time. Well, and I'm like, you know what? On on when you look at it with your eyes, of course Bayer should mark his man. Of course he should. But that's happened now. Now you that's behind, you that's further away from him, you can see a bigger picture of the game than he does. So you need to close him down. The same way when David De Gea passes him the ball against Leicester, when Ihenacho closes him down, he has more than enough time to deal with it. But Harry Maguire. I, I swear to you guys, that I, I could easily make a compilation, a compilation of all of Harry Maguire's mistakes, and it'll be ten minutes. We'll mm. be here for ten minutes. He's yeah. bad, guys. Maguire's yeah, really I think, bad. Someone, I think someone said it before. It was like one 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 game where people don't. No one rates Maguire. I think it was the Bournemouth Stanislas who did that whole touchline thing where he where he nutmegged Maguire. Nobody with right sense is going to try and do that on a byline. But he said he saw Maguire and let me do it. I'm gonna try it. These guys, they, 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 they kind of exude no fear, no kind of strength. Yeah. They are ah, it's a proper centre back. No, it's just got a big head for no reason. It's just there. Right. Yeah, yeah. They, it's yeah. They, it's the with complete opposite. Head, with all that size of head, I've not seen Harry Maguire score five headers for us at United. But no, no, no. But but do you know what? Do you know what's the worst thing about that? The worst thing about that is that he wins every header. He wins. Like, it was a off target. He wins every header and he never scores. Why? Get him out, man. Stinker. Um, let me read the last couple comments on Man United and then uh, we can move on. C1 says, uh, if it wasn't for De Gea, it would have been a cricket score. A couple guys defending De Gea. SW6 says De Gea was actually keeping United in the game. Um, go to my earlier comment about Shaw for that second goal. Uh, I don't remember. I, I, that comment is far away, bro. I can say that the Shaw one, I think someone made this point is like, any other, any other fullback, just instinctively, just heads it out for a corner. He decides to leave it alone, and then Silva said, "Like, let me stick a leg out, see if it can go in." And it happened. Yeah, SW6 says Ernest spot on. I couldn't believe it. Shaw was sleeping. Uh, I know De Gea is not so good, but Shaw, my goodness. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, Shaw, <laughs> basically. Um, <laughs> Ernest, one last question from C1. He says, Ernest, do you think Bruno's lack of awareness and in-game intelligence and chaos... 100%. Are a reason. 100%. At the time. 100%. When, you're, when you and Tottenham are the only teams interested in a guy, you have to watch out. <laughs> we were, us and Tottenham were the only teams interested in Bruno Fernandes. Only teams. Only teams. This is, listen, again, this is not to say I don't like Bruno. Bruno... Bruno has been more impactful than he's been negative. Mm. But the negatives, if you watch football, are just as bad. Because just like Maguire, guys, Maguire's been making these mistakes from day. He's been making these mistakes for time. The problem is teams weren't capitalising. And now they are. It's like, this guy's not improved. Same, same thing as last season. 
we're just going to do it again. So it's the same thing, bruv. So I'm like, nah, man, Bruno, Bruno's, Bruno lacks a lot of awareness and game intelligence in the build-up. But I can also see why that could be a manager problem because we have no build-up. We don't have build-up. We just, it's literally, <laughs> give the ball to Bruno and vibes and just hope for the best. That's like, like Sanchez. That's like Sanchez. We're not, but the difference is Sanchez could actually play striker. So when when we got, when we, when Wenger moved him from being a left wing annoyance to stick him up top, it worked because he could do it. So it was fine. But then Bruno, you, I'm not trying to see you up there still. Because Bruno, Bruno, I remember his first game this season against Leeds. Bruno's, I think his third goal, I said, I, I gasped. I said, no, this guy technically in the final third is amazing. But that's, that's the thing is, I know that now he's he's not going to join with the rest of the pack. I'm just like, you know, just leave him up there because I, I yeah. can't expect anything else of you. You're not going to help out the team. Just the be, a, is, be a forward, don't be a midfielder. But the thing is, the problem with that, Oscar, is that we have forwards. <laughs> Wasn't this a thing last season where people were saying, like, stick him on the wing? Well, what's what's it gonna hurt? But you see, it, you see, everything is making an excuse. Everyone is making an excuse for what what he should be doing. Mm. He should be playing his position. He should be playing his role. If yeah, I'm asking for him to play his system. role, <laughs> if I'm asking McTominay to play their role, if I'm asking Shaw to play his role, I should ask Bruno to play his role. <laughs> because in the final, the Europa League final, Amber um Cams was saying um from stoppage time, he said. Bruv, why can't we expect the big performances from our big players? And it's only now that people are clocking. Bruno does not turn up in big games. Now I haven't I mean, even gotten that fun. far to require, to require that of him because he's so higgy. So I don't even care that he doesn't turn up in big games because there's so many fundamental things that he doesn't tick any boxes for me anyway. Mm. So I'm play? like, go on. Did Sancho play? So I didn't finish the game, so I wanted to let him. Sancho came on. He came on quite early, actually. He was the first sub. He came on, what was it, half time? Yeah. I think it was for, for, for Eric Bailly. How Eric yeah. Bailly came off the pitch <laughs> and Maguire can do no wrong is wild. Maguire. It's yeah. wild to me, bro. Wild. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Robin to come back because oh, he, has to, he, has to, he has to explain what's going on with Jaden Sancho, man. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Sancho. I'm not even, I'm not even trying. To, uh, no, it's me too. I, I love Sancho, but I, I love Sancho. I'm calling it now, right off the season. Start again next season, right off. Because if if Oli is staying here, you will not be used. Because the way he's oh, 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 nice. he's staying. Oli's not going anywhere. Yeah, Oli's not going. Oli's not going. If Sancho plays. It's all about in, it's interlinking ball. He's not going to do that at United right off the season because he's not going to do. He's not. Listen, he, he he might up his stats. Because he has to, just on average, he has yeah, to. He's got nothing. Anything is up. So it has to go up. But I'm saying, in terms of <laughs> getting him to look good, I said I said give him to Christmas, and then he was. I don't even see it happening for Christmas anymore. I'm saying it's a next year thing. Enjoy yourself. Get, get comfortable and start again. Get get Oli out of here, man. I'm sorry, no, no, no. David. It's actually beyond. Like it's beyond. When you think about it, you're just like. Why on earth is this guy still here? Manchester United's next three games, yeah? They've got Watford away, yeah? With Oli, yeah, you know what could happen there. I think United will probably win. Well, you don't even know. You don't even know with Oli. Then, away at Chelsea. We'll lose. Uh, yeah. We'll get, or maybe, maybe you'll lose. And, no, then, no. and then Arsenal. No, we'll lose. Uh, 
Yeah. No, we no, we will lose. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we haven't, we, haven't, we haven't been you in the league in a few years. No, we no, no, we've never no, been you no, on the road. No, no, no. We will lose. We will lose. <laughs> this game is way more predictable than you think. <laughs> I'm blinded. I'm blinded by my own team. Oh, no, 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 no. No, listen, guys, I told you this last two couple weeks ago. Mm. Any organized team, it doesn't have to be a wavy team. It just has to be organized. Organized, yeah. Look at Atlanta. Look at Atlanta at Old Trafford. Mm. Look at Villarreal at Old Trafford. Organized teams. They knew what to do. The only thing that takes, like, um, only over the line is the quality he has in, mid- in his team. In the attack, particularly. Quality, quality won, won Tottenham. Quality beat Tottenham. Yeah. That's all it was. Fact. And, 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 and that's exactly what I said last week. Regardless of Oli getting stacked or not, Man United will be in the top four because they'll win these games. But essentially, like you said at the beginning, you, you're not going to challenge for the league. You're not going to challenge for the Champions League. You're not going to be the team that Man United should be because of this manager. Um, we can see the 13 goals in November. <laughs> that's disgusting. We considered the same amount of goals as an Arsenal side that had defenders missing for the first three games. That's mad. That's disgusting. Because with with all our all our back four fit, the, 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 has missed like two games. Everyone has been fit. So okay, Brian, Brian missed out. Come on, Brian missed. There was, I think there was a form table or something, whatever t- what t- table. It was West Ham was top, and in the relegation zone, Man United was in there below Norwich. Shocker. I said, Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. No one is shocked. No no sensible United fan is shocked at what's happening. And there's only a few of us. Um, <laughs> yeah. We spoke a lot about Manchester United. I just want to ask a quick question on Manchester City. Um, SW6 says, also City have been Stamford Bridge, Anfield and OT and have dominated. Sensational side. Um, add, 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 add PSG to that. Ooh. Well, they lost. That doesn't mean they didn't dominate. Okay. They dominated that game. That's fair. Trust me. That's fair. Um, yeah. So, what, what, like, does this, does this? Uh, I know it's a top six game and it's a derby, so it's supposed to mean something. But do we take anything from this game further about City, or is it just business no. as usual? No, it's just City, City. And they're doing this with no number nine, bro. Hey, that's a that's a, that's another away win in a, in a big game for them. So, uh, big up City. Uh, are they going to win the league? Are they going to win the Champions League this year? I think a blue team will win the league. I've said it from the beginning. I think a blue Chelsea, team will win. Chelsea, Chelsea, it's one of those two. City or Chelsea. Right, let's move on. Let's move on because we spent a lot of time on this game. Um, Arsenal beat Watford 1-0. Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Um, Extending the unbeaten run for a while now. I think it was that nine games or is it more than that? I think it's... They kept saying 10. I don't know which 10 it was, but okay. Yeah, 10 games unbeaten. And in that, I think it's only two draws. So, you've been on a really, really good run. Uh, yeah, David, what are your thoughts? The howler's coming, bruv. Just wait, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal always do this. Come to Christmas. Just wait. We're coming to December. Just wait, fam. It's coming. And it's coming at Anfield. What? You watch. Uh, okay, okay, okay. The question The question is, all right, there's no, there's not, there's not huge shame in losing uh, at Anfield. But you're saying the howler is coming. Where is the howler coming? 
Like, what, what are you still not convinced about? Whatever that run-up to Christmas is coming, bro. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, where within Arsenal's team? Is it lack of consistency? Is it your defence? Is it your goalkeeper? Like, what, what do you think I is the reason? thing where I'm not as pessimistic, but I have this whole thing where I say, it's not the ma- It's not if you lose or not, because certain teams are just better. It's the way. See the way that Arsenal was... I don't care. I say, I say all the time, people think I'm being harsh. See the way that Arsenal was a city. People will say certain man will listen. I don't care. I expect a manager to have a structure in place. Yeah. Even if man are missing. I'm not saying win it. I'm saying look like people let, let the players know, look like they know what they're doing. That wasn't there. Players missing or not, I expect some people to actually know what they're doing. And that was shambolic. I'm expecting a loss against Liverpool. Whether or not that's that's me being a, a, a pathetic fan or whatever. I'm expecting a loss against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. What I expect from, from Arteta is to have a have a plan in place where Teams have gone to Liverpool or played Liverpool and they got draws and they got wins here and there. I expect a plan in place to help you at least attempt it. You know, don't just sit there and expect and then just wait for the whipping. Like actually attempt to actually play ball. Yeah. If you lose, you lose. It's Liverpool. There's no shame in it. Or don't no. just sit there and take it as if it's like ah, we have to just take those Liverpool. No, that's just that's a waste of time. No, but but, but it, like, it's just it's just sorry, Lola. I have to agree with you because it's just common sense. Like you've just seen Brighton go and play Liverpool with a game plan and and get a point yes, away. Man. Yeah. Now yeah, you've now seen West Ham go and beat them. Why is it a team like Arsenal? It's almost like okay, we just we're we're, we're going to lie down for City and concede five, and that's it's like, and like, we're, you're supposed to accept that. It's like that's, Arsenal fans, that's Arsenal that's fans who are Arteta in will be like, yeah, but we knew we were going to lose anyway. This Arsenal run, yeah, I'm not as as like off of it like David is, but I'm not as gassed as what Peter does this thing with every week. I'm, I think I'm relatively in the middle where I'm like, I, I can enjoy a moment and, and, and spot bits in a game where it was good. Yeah. But I'm not mad. I'm not blinded by the fact that I've... I said it before, I said it already. This entire season of like, how many games we played? 11 games. I can count on one hand how many of them were actually good for the entire way through. Mm. And it's not, all, it's not all the hands, it's not, it's not the entire finger. And so that's what I'm looking at as like, I haven't been convinced by even half of the games we've played where I can save my chest. You know what? Even after the Liverpool game, we can get a, a, bring a, get the run back on. I've seen good spurts. I can say the defence looks good. It was like, it was like, whereas last season it was like a defence where I didn't trust it at all, but they were fluking defensive stuff because everyone was behind the ball I can say individually defence actually looks good like there's an actual plan there so yeah. I can say okay I can give him ratings for the defence everywhere else I have zero trust in this man I don't trust his attack and play I don't trust the midfield stuff a lot of it is individual stuff like the midfield yesterday I thought was actually quite good Ainsley was good Lokonga was good at times but they he's, he's young the fact that Ainsley was the, was the third oldest player on the pitch Tells you a lot. Wow, you really have a young squad. So when I look at it that way, I'm thinking, okay, there's an age thing here. And for what they were doing in the midfield, it was it was like Sambi was like, he was good. Ainsley was better. He got man in the match. I thought he was actually really good. But the fact of the matter is, the drop-off was so bad, I'm thinking, there's too much individual kind of emphasis where you, you lose a party and something happens and it's a whole situation where the midfield looks a bit... Just, no one was making line-breaking passes is what party does and all that situation. <laughs> the attack... Whilst Aubameyang was, was, I love the guy, but the, the guy was playing against us yesterday. It was funny. Because he's been in good form. When, when I saw Aubameyang's performance, I said, David, no, no, you need to get his Wikipedia ready, get his full name ready. No, 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 no. But the thing is, he's actually had a good 
like season starting obviously he's having he's had a good season, but yesterday he was actively playing against us because the goal, against the, goal, the goal the penalty I, I knew he wasn't gonna score it by the way, but he he missed the penalty. He should, the goal that Saka scored that was offside, he should have scored that, but yep. it's much messed that up. And then the Odegaard goal that he stole, he didn't need to do it. No, no, no. That was the epitome of a man who knew he had messed up chances before. Odegaard was fuming. Did you see Odegaard? He couldn't believe it. He said, bro. He was rightfully annoyed because that was going in. And that and that Aubameyang T thing was a case, was an obvious sign of a player who knew he missed up, messed up about two, three chances already. He had to get on a goal. So he stole it. But the game was the game was won. I think it was still a bit too... Arsenal do this thing where they start off brightly. Mm-hmm. And then they'll get a goal or maybe the chance, and then they, and then they will kind of sit off for the rest of the game, mm-hmm. and they'll come back again second half do the same thing. And it's, it's like it's Watford. Why are you allowing them on you? And that's the whole thing. I don't. This guy doesn't know how to coach a sustained attack. They had they had and the one time they actually the one time they had a sustained attack, it led it it, it, it led to the goal. Just good, my boy ESR still balling, so I'm, I'm I'm very happy about that. But again, yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to do this. Some some fans are going <clears throat> high and above saying, oh, it's been great." It's this, we're back. No, we're not. It's been 11 games this season. Less than half of them have been actually very good. It's enjoyable. I'll take game, game, but I don't look that far in the future. I'll take them game by game. Enjoy what I can in the moment. Certain men are good. Certain men I still don't trust yet. And then we move. I still don't rate Arteta. He's done better technically than last season so far, but I still don't rate him. He hasn't hasn't done anything for me to kind of say that he's definitely turned a corner or anything. It is what it is. It's fine. I'm again. I I can. We won. It's more fun that we won, and and it's the case of like going into the international break with a win. We're fifth rather than being down there in relegation zone where it was at the start. So there's highlights and lowlights, but it's Arsenal, isn't it? So you you have to take things with a grain of salt. Even if things are going well, you kind of have to kind of chill with it a little, you know? Yeah. 100%. 100%. I, th- I think you're being as level-headed as I would expect. Because you have won games. You have huh? Why would Saka's go rude for offside? Because oh. Aubameyang passed it and Saka was behind was the goalkeeper. When you're, when you're behind the goalkeeper, there needs to be two defenders to make it onside. If There was only one, so he was offside. The thing is, let's change that word. He didn't pass it. He had a dead Pepe touch. Oh, and yeah. then landed in, in Saka's path and in Saka's score. Hey, that rule, that rule's a mazim, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's it's always been a rule, but I guess a lot of people don't know it because it rarely happens. That's but, yeah, good. unfortunately, shout out to Saka and Emil Smith Rowe because they had the sickest celebration and it didn't... didn't no, no, worry about it. no, 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 we, we, we claimed it for the ESR goal, it's fine. Why didn't they do it again? No, that would be brilliant. When I thought it was shown, we'll just say it was for when the ESR scored. It's fine. No, I, me, I remember. Yeah, you, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do, I do want to talk about um, Smith Rowe. Sam Pluto, big up for you. He says, uh, "Swear Arsenal have Liverpool next." Um, C1 London says Smith Rowe balling out. That's what a number ten in between the lines. Uh, that's what you call a number ten in, in between the lines. But I agree with Dave. Howler is coming. I hope you guys draw with Liverpool though. Um, and then he also asked, guys, opinion of ESR and Oscar is move, is he moving better than Havertz? Is he having a better season? Yeah, but then he, Havertz not having a good season, in my opinion. So it's a lot of people are having a better I season. I don't, I don't think that's even a question. I don't like think it's, it's, 
skill set is different. We can chat about. Perhaps I feel like you chat for season. Yeah, Havertz is having is not having a great season. So a lot of people are being better than him seasons too. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think that's even the conversation to have because they're completely different players. Like Havertz has been playing as a striker for Chelsea the past couple of games. Yeah. Do that. I think I think ESR amount is a very very good conversation. And I think ESR is having a better season than him. I mean, ESR just got called up into the England squad today because Rashford's out injured. Um, so, I, and I think it's deserved. I think it's deserved. One thing I like about ESR is, number one, not afraid to shoot. This season is is shot conversion rate. Well, it's, up. it's gone up. Not, yeah. sorry, not, I didn't mean to say conversion rate. I meant the amount of shots he's taken. Yeah, gone up. He's he's got, like he's feeling more confident in the Premier League. Because if you because if, if you knew of ESR before he mm. uh, came into the first team last last year or this mm. year, whatever last season, if you knew who ESR was, he's yeah. always been a shooter. Like yep. he's always been a dribbler from deep. He shoots. He's a pass and go. He's like a pa- if Wenger was in charge, he'd be a perfect finger play. The pass and go shooter. Yeah. He's a person. So. All this, 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 this happening now, where he's shooting up and everything, the confidence is there. So he's just more or less doing what we knew he'd do, that he'd been doing in the academy on loan, but now in the first team for Arsenal. Yeah, just continue to do it. But the thing is, it, you know, it takes a while. Like when you're a young player, you come into the first team, you're just like, I'm just like happy to be here. Let me pass to Aubameyang. Let me, let me just, let me just lay it off, in it. Let me just. Let me I don't, I don't want to lose the ball. Let me keep it tidy. I think now he's comfortable. He's confident. He knows that even if he has maybe a poor game, he can still start the next week. He's given that confidence from the manager, and he's taking it on board and he's shooting, man. And one of the things I love about ESR is the way he glides with the ball, like he carries the ball so well. Ball progressor is high. So there's levels for him to go, man, and I'm happy for him that he's got his England call up. In 2021, he's got a, a bunch of time to grow even further, and, and him getting regular minutes is definitely going to boost that. Which is again the upside of Arsenal being dead is that he's given us so him and Saka and all the, all the under 20 under 23s are given so much time to play because the team aren't good, so they they're allowed to be just continue playing, and because a lot of the guys in their position who are older are nonsense, a.k.a. number 19, hasn't been playing for a minute, sustainability is in the team again. Good. 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 I saw I saw Saka running down the wing uh, in that game, and I was like, yeah, I'm so glad it's not Pepe, man. Uh, the, guy, the, guy's not, the guy's not balling out lately. It's, it's, it sounds so rude, but it's like, I, I want, when, when Pepe was bought, I wanted it to work out very quickly, but I kind of held off on it. And then I was like, the start of last season, there's like my expectations for him are at zero. And it's got worse. You're a big 26 year old. He's, he's, was it born France, Ivorian? Ah, that's another, another Jovino. Oh, well. <laughs> but Jovino had, in my opinion, had better sense. Pepe, to me, is a big 26 year old man who has got zero football IQ. And mm. it's just horrendous. Like, it's, it's, it, from when Saka was 18, 19 and had more sense on the pitch than you, knowing about ability, because striking ability, Pepe is actually a very good striker of the ball. Like he's the best actual striker of the ball at the team, at the club. But he's an idiot. And you can't keep having like people who aren't bright and whose touch is nonsense consistently trying to be in your attack and then you're, and then you're wondering why your attacks are breaking down. Well, this is Saka, yes, his, his, his goal numbers aren't Pepe-like. He's young enough that it'll eventually grow. But with Saka... I know an attack can be sustained, can be happened. He will create something. He can actually like interlink with players. With Pepe, I have zero faith. 
he might get a wonder goal out of it. I he agree. Can, he can shoot. Like, he can shoot. From, he might get a wonder goal here and there. But, like, Pepe doesn't fill me with, like, creativity or sense. Because, like, enough games I've seen Pepe have the fullback on toast and then refuse to go at him. Or, or, or does that thing where he waits for a fullback to now get another buddy to help him out? And now it's two versus one, and he's, and he's confused to why he's getting, he's getting blocked. It's like, you've caused this. And again, I don't care how often it's going to happen. I'm going to keep bringing it back up. That Olympiakos thing, where we're chopping and turning in the box, will never leave my head. It will never leave my I head. Like that clip, that I, I, I always think that clip is fake. Like, I think when I see it on Twitter, I feel like it's been edited to be longer than it is. There's no way he's chopping in and no, out. I, it, was you. it was that long, because I remember watching it and screaming at my TV saying, are you going to pass it? Or are you going to say And then, do you know what I'm going to be the most? When he picked up the ball, when he went up for a corner, and was so happy about it, it's like, ah, yeah, then we'll get this corner. It's like, if you would have just crossed it in the first place, it wouldn't be a thing. Why are you getting gas because you got a corner? Um, yeah, man. I, like I said before, in it, Pepe, I don't think he should be in the side. I don't think he's the first team of Arsenal anymore. Loan to sell, so I don't care. Bye. Um, C1 London said, I can't lie. It honestly baffles me. Pepe's touch is so dead, but he's so skillful. It's weird. Um, Pepe's... IQ is absolutely foolish. Um, uh, we were talking about ESR and Saka um, Academy boys. I want to talk about one more Academy boy. SW6 says, uh, I would like to summon Arsenal fans to the fair play court. But more importantly, how did Ainsley Maitland now's goal stand? It wasn't Ainsley Maitland's goal, it was ESR's goal. And Sorry. It's, you know why? It's the, the, it's the court of karma. West Watford were playing the dirtiest game that entire match. Mm. I, saw, I saw enough tackles that weren't giving yellow cards, but Arsenal were giving yellow cards. Freaking, freaking Rose's um, tackle for the for the, for the penalty, not a card was given. I saw him side down enough, enough man. No card was given until way later in the, in the match. Mm. Was fouling over the gap. That that midfielder who eventually got sent off was fouling over the gap. They were all fouling the entire game, and then I think Arsenal found way less and got the same amount of yellow cards. And then even 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 the time I think for when um Lukwanga tackled the guy who was on the floor, which is the reason why Rose mm. put the ball out, he stood up before Rose even put the ball out. Rose was even begging him to go back down. I told mm. you he wasn't there was no injury, he was already up. So Rose was like an idiot. Rather than looking at where the player was, he he passed it out while the player was already standing. So in my opinion, what reason do we have to give back to you? Who forced you to do that? Your eyes were on the player, you saw him, you saw him get up. That's not our business. That's not our business. If anything, the only thing that I can sort of agree with is, yeah, maybe when Saar ran into Ainsley Maitland-Niles, mm. I, could, I could hear, if they were taking it back because of that kind of foul, I can hear that. Everything else, I'm not hearing about fair play because Arsenal are always the one who has to be the good persons and we get screwed over. This time... <laughs> You've had enough. You've had enough of being the good person. Um, but, I feel, like, honestly... I thought it was a foul still. I was like, before before the goal even happened, I was like, how have they not called this? And then ESR scored. Oh, no, me too. I thought, I thought it was going to be a foul. It wasn't given. I'm calm with that because we get screwed all the time. So who, who, who was the ref for this game? Ref I don't know. It was crap. It was crap for both sides. are just shocking, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. You can say fair play, but the refereeing is just absolutely bad. So I think it was like, Ranieri was crying about how uh, we passed it out. The, 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 the respect uh, I, I, like, I like Ranieri so I won't get on to him no, I don't mind him he's, he's, he's a manager he's annoyed it happens and then you had Red yeah. Red look the amount but of times Arsenal Arsenal hold goals, him, no hold it because the amount of times Arsenal even from Watford himself I know Tori didn't isn't there but Watford you were the one yeah, 
Always think about Arsenal are soft underbelly. All right, cool. We play dirty now. Enjoy it. You people always make the chant about Arsenal's always cheating. Cool. We cheated. We won. Hold that. Yeah, I, like that side of you, I definitely respect. I think Arsenal need to grow a bit of a backbone in it and not allow yourselves to get bullied by these silly things. So, that, you know, there's progression there. I, I did want to talk about Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Um, I was very, very surprised to see him starting. David, uh, is he someone that you want to see continue to get more game time? Or you know, um, I don't know. Listen, we know when Jacques has come back, he's going to be in that midfield. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming straight back. In that so I, 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 don't, I don't know. I think it's if you're not a Jacker fan, then it's like you want to see Ainsley or Sambi play. It's not gonna happen. We all know it's not gonna happen. Jacker gets fit, he's going straight back into party, so you enjoy what's happening now. Me personally, I personally would play Ainsley over Sambi next to party. That's a personal preference here. I like Sambi. I don't think he's been that great to be like automatically being the one against with party to kind of be their thing, but they're playing together more often. I think Ainsley is a good player. He's got better recovery. He's faster. He's better defensively. He's more. He, he's more secure on the ball when he's when, when he's on. Because Ainsley has a guard issue sometimes when he's like high. We'll forget that he's in midfield and do something stupid. Well, not, obviously not actually high, but he looks like he's high. I, he does look like he's high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Those moments where if he's not on it, he can. But when he's on it, he's very good in midfield, and he showed it. But it's one of those things where I personally would actually add like Elneny's here for no reason. Mm. Like all those minutes that was given to Elneny. You know, I like Onani, but we know what Onani is. All I personally have, it's a pecking order. Where if it's me, it's 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 Party, Ainsley, Sambi, Onani, then that's well, you, you have Ainsley Millenars over Sambi Lakonga. Yeah, but it's, it's it's a case of it's it's a case of like in the partnership, because I, I want Party to be able to have a bit more freedom to go forward a bit more. Ainsley's better defensively. Sambi if, Sambi, if you've seen even in yesterday's game, security on the ball is not his thing at the moment. He's young. You have time to kind of grow, but too often that boy would get moved off the ball because of his business. He gets he uh-huh. lose it, or he passes wrongly, or gets moved off of it. So in terms of like, if I want a, a balanced-ish midfield of like letting party go forward a bit more and sprays pass and all that stuff, Ainsley has got a better recovery and he's better defensively. So I put him there personally. I'm not mad at Sambi playing. Mm. That's guy. Ainsley might not be there, but personally, I have Ainsley over Sambi and then Elneny. And then Jacka, and that's what the official standard is. It's part of the Jacka. I don't care about Jacka in it. So man can go somewhere else. Is part of your baller like that, though? He is. Yes. What? He needs Fabregas, bro. Man, just well, no. Obviously, not Fabregas. Not Fabregas. But if you want, like, no. But technically speaking, in terms of like his passes and his ability on the ball, going forward, like you let him actually have a bit more freedom without him thinking that I have to be the mm. one who's the last man. If you've got someone that you can recover and actually be there. Then it's calm. Yeah, like, David. If you think about it, you, like dribbles are necessary, and he wasn't there, and it's kind of you notice it. Even if you let Partey go forward, you've still got a number ten ahead of him who's supposed to do that creative role. That's not Partey's job. So he's yeah. I mean, he can shoot. He can he can pass. He can drive with the ball. I think once you what like what Lola's saying, once you sort out that DM to sit next to him. Partey can have a bit more freedom and he can really, really damage teams. I think for me personally, I would go... I would go... Sorry? You've been saying this for years, though, that DM position. We know this. But this is why I was annoyed about... I know he's been playing well, but this is my whole thing about the whole Ben White thing, where it's like, yes, he's been very well... He's been very good this season. I can't... Well, yeah, he's been very good this season for the, for the most part. But my whole thing is about 
the midfield for Arsenal has been atrocious for, 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 for decades. It's been dead since Vieira. It's been horrible. It's been oh. horrible. And we haven't addressed it. And I, and I always say this, I always say this, like we went to Brighton, 50 mil uh, as a, a available, and you came back with the wrong player, in my opinion. You came back with, with White instead of Basuma. Basuma, for me, for Arsenal, what we needed was more necessary. Because I'm looking at the priorities of what we had and what we needed. Whether or not people rate them or not, I do. Saliba was available. So you could have just used Saliba there, saved money. Yes. Basuma would have been cheaper because he's not English. He would have been cheaper. And then you had a midfield of, of Basuma and party, then you still would have got Lukonga because Lukonga was cheap. It wouldn't affect anything. And you've got Ainsley there. That's options already there. And you've got your centre-back situation. It's the same situation. But Saliba, in my opinion, he's better than Ben White, in my opinion. Mm. And you saved money. So, you know what I mean? It's so, like certain priorities, it was unnecessary. And we're not rich. We're not Chelsea or City where we can afford to be spunking money all over the gaff. So, yes, I think when people think, when I kind of talk about Ben White, they think I'm being... I think he's, oh, yeah. it's not him being dead. It's just purely about priorities of what's happening. And our midfield is still the midfield that it is. The midfield was a massive situation. And Basuma is sick. And I still think that if I think it's a good shot, I think we missed our shot with it because I feel like someone's going to take him. Hmm. Um, I, I definitely agree with you on the Saliba point. I think, you know, Saliba, even this season, is having a great season so far. You would think that even if Saliba isn't ready, yeah, you would still rather him learn in the Premier League than learn in League R and then come to the Premier League and there's another adjustment. So um, I, I definitely get you. That that DM situation, bro, it's been long for Arsenal for years, just like um, just like David was saying. Um, any Anything more to add on this game? Uh, SW6 says Joshua King uh, should have some shame, but that chance worries me about Arsenal. That's the one thing I was fearful about when it comes to Ramsdale. <laughs> Nah, I think you're not being harsh. No, Ross, did you see Did you see No, I saw it. I saw it, but it was just a, mis- a miscommunication between... No, 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 no. Again, listen, I'm, 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 not, I'm not negating Ramsdale's entire season. He's been obviously a very good player. But this is, this, this is the thing that people don't forget who he is. He starts off like that. He starts off small, small, bruv. I wanted it to go in so bad. Like, I wanted to come here and laugh at you guys. You know what I mean, he didn't go in because Carney was there. You think you can't do that when Carney's in the building. You can't do the Carney. You can't do the Carney. You can't do the Carney when Carney's in the stands. Can't do it. So I'll add to it though that um Nuno. He's a bit he's he's a mad person. I like him. He's like he's 20, he's like 19, he's a kid. He's a mad person though. He's got he's, he's the level of raw about him. I like mm. it. because that guy, he I was saying in my group chat, he 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 dribbles to dribble for just 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 to dribble. Because he, like that that one when he got the oh, confidence, man. When he drives forward, he's taking on players. He's going into the into the box. You can see he's got the raw technical ability. He definitely needs coaching. Because I still don't trust him in defense. I still don't trust him with the ball because he's lost it fair times. But <laughs> I say it before when the the, the the tackle that he got that got the other player sent off. I said I said I said you're lucky that guy was an idiot because I don't know where he was going with that ball because he. He drove into the centre, stopped, mm. turned a little bit, did a step over, dribbled again, and then got tackled. I said, "You're lucky," because I don't know where you were going with it. He's a bit of a he's a bit of a renegade, isn't it? He's, he's, not... he's, he's twenty. He's a kid. He, let him enjoy. Because I like him. I like him, man. I, I I don't know how good he is defensively, but I do he's like not. him on the ball. I I like... him, he's not. So that definitely is coaching on. But he's got. He, he's very quick. He, he's got. He, he's got like te- technical ability. 
He's he's stronger than I thought he was. So he's at that point where Tierney's out, and you do, you guys don't feel like you don't feel like oh we're missing at left back. Like he can't cross though. He can't cross. He's not our team. He can't cross. He's got energy. He brings energy. Um, yeah. Shout out to Peter, uh, Peter on poll. He says, um, apologies, I can't be there tonight. Um, I just want to say congratulations to Man City on another Premier League title. Well, Peter, man, we, we haven't spoken about Chelsea yet. We, we'll get on to it. Austin, another issue I have here, we don't score enough goals, bro. Thank you. Of course. 13, bro. Only 13 in 11 games. Yeah, how many people will say that Oba missed the and he did? But the tra- I bet if you look at the big chance creation, it's not great. We're not good at creating chances like like no. consistently. So that's, that's, what, that's to me. That's what I look at when it comes to teams that are going to score a lot of goals. How are you creating chances? Even in games that you win, you have to look at. You know, are my midfielders supplying the ball to my forwards to the point where we're missing key chances? That's when there's a panic issue. Yeah, because I um, saying that we should be in four in the rock, yeah, but then the the the, the, the XG lots of the XG. I think Arsenal's XG was only like one point something. So even they weren't they weren't big chances. There are ones that maybe we could have got, but there no. weren't chances like that. There so needs to be more. I rate, I judge my managers that I like on how they do, how they uh, coach attacks, and I'll tell you, I'm not about the attack properly for me. So yeah, right. the comment about Gabriel, he's still, he's still the best centre back at Arsenal. So all this Ben White love, we're located properly. Gabriel, yeah, the best. bro, bro, I, like I'm waiting for the time when we see Gabriel and Saliba because that partnership will that's be elite. That's two months. When we were talking about how like. Intimidating centre backs. Ben White has been good, but he doesn't scare anyone. Gabriel and Saliba, two big men who have got muscle and like size. Oh, oh, and you know who we've got? Who we've got coming up? We've got we've got West Ham next month. Wolves. Who that man just gonna just lump it in there, bro? It's gonna be a long thing. Let's see. Yeah, what what we haven't talked about Tomiyasu in the air. He's saving Ben White. Is it? Tomiyasu, yeah, he was. He's 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 literally. I said before. He's Monreal. In her, like, he, he maybe you won't, you won't notice him. He's not Mr. Flash Flash, but he does his job correctly in that game, so you won't complain. In the air, he's passing. He's a really good pass to Saka in that game. Couple mm. of sprays. He does his job very well. Yeah, I like I like Tommy Asu. I like what I've seen so far. I'm not gonna get gassed. This is so far thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's Mm. He's doing his job very steady and uh, around. Like said, Arteta's fixed the defense is just the other way, bruv. To win games, you need goals, bruv. We're not. Mm-mm. I'm not loving Okay. It. I think I think that's all on Arsenal, right? We've, yeah, we've, we can go to Stamford Bridge, bruv. We could go to Stamford Bridge. I don't think we'll spend uh, too much. Listen, how long? I put Mendy, Reese James got me points, and Rudy Gafinke, this is six points, blood. I'm getting I, yo, David, I'm with you. I had three Chelsea players in my fantasy team this week. So much fantasy. Yeah, my clean sheet went. I had Ben Chilwell in there hoping for a clean sheet. Didn't, didn't come. I had, I had Hudson Adoy begging for an assist. It didn't come. Um, luckily, Havertz bagged for me, so I had I had something. But, um, yeah, a very, very frustrating afternoon for Chelsea. Um, shout out this guy, SVO Genius. Big up, Matt. You're, you're a legend, but you continually spell my name wrong. I don't know why you do this every single time. <laughs> 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 I do this all the time. Uh, big up, Matt. All the way from Australia, man. Big love to you. Hey, what uh, time is it there, Brad? Yeah. Is it like a day or something? Uh, let, let us know what time it is in Australia right now and also um, what your thoughts were on the Chelsea game. Um, 
C C One London says Oscar Chelsea created twenty five big chances this season and have missed nineteen big chances this season. Uh, Chelsea have scored twenty seven goals this season. Um, bro, like I'm sure a big chunk of those big chances we missed came in this game against Burnley, man. It was so so annoying. I don't know if any of you, any of you saw this, but the amount of chances Chelsea missed, flipping heck. C One London says we got Burnley. Blood, it's so annoying. Uh, for flip's sake, always Burnley. Um, shout, out to, shout out to Matt. He says, Boris, autocorrect. Um, fair enough. Autocorrect changes it to the C. Um, he says, 8.40 a.m. Just yeah. woke up and you tuned in to Top 4 Podcast. I appreciate you, bro, man. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, big up Matt every time. He says, as you know, a very disappointing game. 25 shots. Yeah, I, like... If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, I left, because I was at the game, I left the game very, very annoyed. Very, very annoyed. But when I when I watched it back, I got home, I watched Match of the Day, I saw what Tuchel had to say. I was very, very calm afterwards because we played very, very well. Um, in terms of what it looks like for Chelsea going forward, it's like, okay, nothing's changed. We're still the same team. There's no real issues to iron out here. You just have to finish your chances. Um, but in terms of looking at the game in isolation, it's Burnley at home. You have to beat Burnley at home. How are you not winning that game? So um, I think if, if Liverpool hadn't lost, I'd be a lot more furious. I'd be a lot more angry. But because Liverpool dropped points, yes. you know, it... It made everything a little bit better. SW6 says, nah, these games are so frustrating. Burnley, you know. Um, Baraka said, why does it have to be Burnley for flip's sake? The thing is, it's not even Burnley. Like, we have ourselves to blame. Um, Hudson Adoy, golden opportunities. Barkley missed a sitter. Havertz missed a sitter. Rhys James had a couple opportunities to score. And it's just like, like I was saying before with the Arsenal game, when you're consistently creating opportunities to score, you know that, you know that it's not it's not the end of the world, but you still got to take your chances. We placed Malmo in midweek in the Champions League. We were poor against Malmo. We didn't create many chances. We didn't uh, have many opportunities to score, and we were lucky to get away with a win. It was a piece of magic that ended up winning us the game from Hudson Odoi. But if that didn't happen, we're probably drawing that game nil nil. To come into this Burnley game, you're you're expecting a response, and I think we got it. You know, we had Ross Barkley starting. Shout out to Barkley. Um, the guy is, ah, oh, he's Jekyll and Hyde, man. He's so creative. He's got so much energy. But then when he, when you put him in front of goal, why are you missing? Like, I swear, Everton Barkley, all he did was bang. Like, Don't worry, you got Gallagher coming take a spot. Do we? Uh, we'll see. We'll see about, we'll see about that, man. Um, SVO Genius says, yeah, Liverpool making this week positive. Up the irons. Of course, man. Pick up Katazuma as well, uh, doing us a favour. SW6 says, uh, these are the games Lukaku was brought for. So many chances. I agree, we played very well. Barkley sitter. Um, yeah, did any of you not catch this game? Uh, what were your thoughts? Match of the day, I didn't really see much about it. It just, it literally, I so I made a point. It did seem very much like you missed all your chances and Berlin did what Berlin do. They took one chance, they got it, and they, they're annoying. Yeah. No, you look, man. You look dominated, bruv. Dominated possession, dominated chances, and Burnley literally had one chance. They had one chance and converted. And I was like, "This is a game that again, it's one-one, but it wasn't a one-one game. It should have been easily like three-four-one, easily." Chelsea were all over that man. And these are games that you don't. Chelsea shouldn't be dropping points, bruv. Like it's just long, bruv. 
This this is always my concern. I th- I felt like we wouldn't win the league because of games like these. I didn't think it would pan out this way. I didn't think we'd have that many shots. I didn't think we'd have that many. I always thought like Chelsea can't create chances. But when you play Barkley and Hudson Odoi, those are two creative players. Um, despite the fact that people don't want to see Barkley as creative, he is a great player. Um, so it's not a surprise to me that we created so much. It is a surprise to me that we couldn't finish it. And I'm, I'm, I'm begging for Lukaku to come back. But literally, after the international break, Chelsea have a completely different team. You know, we've got Pulisic coming back. We've got Werner coming back. Yeah. We've, got Papa, we've got Lukaku. What are you saying? Pulisic. We, is he not going to get injured again? He, he, him and Kate are the same. I don't know, innit? Pulisic <laughs> came off the bench in the Champions League. He came off the bench in, uh, in, in, in this game. He needs that pounded jam, bro. <laughs> and, and the worst thing is, he's gone on international duty to uh, America to go and play against Mexico. He's going to get kicked for 90 minutes if he starts that game. Tierney has got called on Scotland's team again. He just came back. Wow. Do you see these these internationals, man? They don't rate. They don't rate. They're doing the same thing. Like, for these nonsense friendlies, bro. Nonsense friendlies. And and they're my friend. Um, I wanted to ask a quick question because I I don't think we need to spend too much on Chelsea. We pretty much discussed it. It's a, it's a, frustrating, it's a frustrating game. But I did want to ask Ernest. Um, Ernest, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we spoke about Hudson Odoi. I was I was there with you and D, and we were talking about you know what what he needs to work on, what he needs to change. Since that time, since I last spoke to you, this was about maybe four weeks ago. We've had injuries. Hudson Odoi. Yeah, Hudson Odoi has now come into the team. He's played a lot of games in a forward position, which we hadn't seen before. Um, what do you what did you think of, of his performance over the past couple of weeks? Couple of well, one goal, a couple of assists. And do you think he's done enough to keep players like Werner and Pulisic out of the team now that they're fit? I th- I think he I think he's done enough to keep them out. The issue I think I'm having is that now I want to see the performances, especially the one against Malmo. Um, and even this one, this this one, the last one, this last game, I want to see them against better opposition. So, for example, like, West Ham's coming, I want to see Hudson turn up. I want to see what he's saying in, in this big game because the difference between someone like him and Sancho is that Sancho's actually not playing. Hudson Odoi is having the run of games I've wanted him to have. Mm. I want to see I want to see him now. I want to see what he's saying. Um, I think the biggest thing with him for me is his ball utility like how do you how intelligent how intelligently do you use the ball in the final third because i look at hazard when he was there and he just manipulated flipping uh set pieces he'd always be good at willing fouls mm. hudson Odoi seems like he wants to create chances like he's he's different to hazard in that way so against opposition that's going to be like very low blocky like you want to get into positions where the your creators are creating the problem the problem now is that you don't have a target man you don't have someone that's actually good at finishing yeah that's the issue and i think these are the kind of games where when lukaku's not fit um we're we're not going to talk about Werner because he won't finish anyway um when those guys (laughs) like what how does his chance creation and one so two things Hudson Odoi has to turn up. The other thing is, does him turning up and people not converting chances skew the way people view him, even if he's turned up? 
Yeah. Because I think in this league, if you don't score or assist, you ain't had a yeah. good performance. We're still Look, here in 2021, so don't, it's, it, don't, it's sad. Don't get me wrong. Um, Hudson Odoi should have scored yesterday. He had two sitters that he missed, like sitters. I'm not even calling them chances. Um, but then at the same time, he's put the ball on the plate for three of his teammates who also missed sitters. So in terms of chance creation, he was up there. Uh, according to the stats, he created three big chances. And then, so like, but what you're saying is true. People are going to judge you as a forward on goals and assists. And if you're not putting them up, then there's there's never a concrete reason to keep you in the team. So is the, I, is the reason why someone asked about Kai Havertz and ESR. Yeah. It's the same yeah. reason. But even, even Havertz scored this week. But we're still looking at him like, what, what are you really doing? What are you? It's, really the, it's, it's like I said to you. It's like I said to you early in the season. The price tag is going to kill him. It will kill him. The price it tag will. will kill him. Um. Yeah, I don't want to dwell too long on Chelsea. SBO Genius says uh, it's hard to dictate who should be in the front three. So many players out of form. Um. Yeah, man. And 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 after international break, I know we're going to have Werner, Lukaku, and 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 Pulisic back. And it's a decision for Tuchel because we've got Leicester away. That's that's that's. I know Leicester are in bad form right now, but that's not going to be easy. Um, Bro, Leicester man, we beat Leicester. Let's be serious. We beat Leicester man. Like they're not serious. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, cool. I hear that. Let me let me go through the rest of these results because we've got a couple of topics to talk about. Um, on Friday night, Southampton won one nil against Villa. Subsequently, after that game. Um, Dean Smith was sacked. What are, we, what are our thoughts on Dean Smith, guys? Was that was that a harsh sacking? No, he should have been sacked. Oh. He was doing nonsense for time. It was Grealish ball that was saving him. Grealish is gone. Here you Grealish go. ball, you know. <laughs> Mugs. I can't lie. When Grealish got injured last season, their results dipped. That's the point. It was Grealish. And then they did that Spurs thing where they tried to supplement him by buying Bearman. Had the Bearman mm. work? No. Because I've seen Bandia and he ain't been doing that special. I, I ba- ba- Bailey, and hey, can we can we park on Bandia because mm. he he fooled me at Norwich. Hey, I'm enjoying I, it. I, I I I don't think you. I don't think it's over. No, it's not over. Don't get me wrong. I, he's a good player. But yeah. I'm enjoying this, this nonsense right now because the way I was because I I 100 back the SR, but the way I was getting rinsed for saying that why would we need Brandia when we've got ESR? I, I don't care if this is if, if this is fleeting and this moment in time I'm rubbing it in your face because it's doing nonsense and ESR scoring. Um yeah well it's a mad one. It's a mad one. I, I think I think it's down to Dean Smith why Brandia hasn't really performed. I don't think he's got the best it was it was it was Brandia. They got Balian, they got um I know that they... Samsung came last season in January or whatever. Yeah yeah, yeah. But it hasn't really worked for him. He's had injuries, um, and then obviously they brought they brought in Danny Wings. Yeah. He's been injured. He started scoring at the beginning of the season. He's been injured now. It hasn't really worked out. Norwich um, fans have been saying though that Brendan has been playing in the correct position, like that positions haven't been helping him. Like they're playing him wrong, so maybe that hasn't helped him either. Um. Okay. Like I. I'm trying to, this is me trying to be by, being fair. I don't give a toss. Trying to be fair. Trying to be fair. I hear that. Um, the facts are the facts. A new manager has to come in and sort it out because their team is good enough to get results. That, um, like Southampton, Southampton are shocking and they're not fair. No, Southampton are better than them. No, but as in Southampton in general are a bad team. 
Yeah, but they, right. what I will say for Southampton's defence, they have actually been good this season. So I'm not surprised. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, SBO Genius says Lampard to take over. I hope not. I sincerely <laughs> hope not. Um, well, yeah, what, do, do you guys have any idea who do you think they should get? Who's available? Don't Lampard. care, mate. Don't care. <laughs> do you know me, yeah, I'm petty. I want Villa to get relegated as well. Because them all talking too much. No, because they're talking too much, too big in the summer. This is not just an Arsenal thing in general. They were talking so big about how our we're going to break into the top six. <laughs> said, enjoy this because you ain't doing niche. And now they're like, what, a place or a couple of places above the relegation zone? Enjoy that. Because mm-hmm. you, you overstepped. And now they can enjoy where they are. Horrible. Um, I don't want Villa to get relegated. I do like Villa, as yes, a side. I think they're right. They're, they are one of my favourite teams. Um, SW6 said, uh, Mings has been trash. Oh, facts. He was, so, he was so trash. He got oh. dropped by Dean Smith. And then the only reason he got back in the side is because I think Conte got sent off. Look, Mings is dead since Bournemouth. He's rubbish. Yeah. Trash player. Trash player. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good for Villa. They need a new coach. And I guess... Every single time I see it, uh, Martinez upsetting goal it's jokes <laughs> um, I guess by the time of our next podcast we'll find out exactly who they hired um, speaking of another coach uh, who got sacked Brentford lost 2-1 to Norwich after their first win of the season Norwich decided to sack Daniel Fark um, <laughs> and yet to appoint a new manager um, so much, bro. the um, Premier League is, is a weird place man it's a weird weird place they had obviously sacked him they decided they were going to sack him before yeah. Saturday's game, and they just they just carried on with that. Um, do you think, do you think that Norwich have any chance of staying up? No, that's too far gone. That's done. But that's, that, I think that's why it's a bit harsh in terms of sort of like they're dead. So I kind of get why they he sacked him. But it's one of those things where like, well, Norwich, you don't exactly help your team, your 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 manager, your team stay up. You deliberately come up to showcase players to then get relegated again. I don't know what exactly you're expecting for him to do. And I think the only reason they won, I bet you he told, I bet you they, t- he knew he was getting really getting sacked. So he told everyone else, and they had a bit of like let's send him off on a high. Yeah, run. man. And, and, and do you know what? Yeah, both both him and Dean Smith, they've been there for a few years. Like they're not they're not like one yeah. season managers. So I, I could understand if the players have a lot of respect for them and and really put on a performance just to say goodbye. But bro, it weren't enough. The victory weren't enough to keep his job. So. This uh, is win, isn't it? It's fine. He, like, he went out on a win. He's still got credit. I think people actually like him as a manager. So he'll find another job. Facts. Uh, Crystal Palace 2, Wolverhampton Wanderers 0. Um, goal from yeah, yeah. And Conor Gallagher, again, he got oh, yeah. in. Uncle what? Pat knows what he's doing. Uncle Pat knows what he's doing, man. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moving on, uh, Brighton won. The newly rich Newcastle United won. Newcastle have signed Eddie Howe as their new manager. That's been confirmed. Um, can, can Eddie, anyone who's got mixed race, light-skinned brothers who aren't doing well, Newcastle's there. Box, get yourself over to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sunday's games... Um, Everton nil, Spurs nil. Antonio Conte, what were we thinking? Last week, we... we talked... <laughs> Did anyone see, like, glimpses of the Conference League game? I swear no, Spurs... I missed Spurs it. was so Spurs. My gosh, that was hilarious. What, what was, <laughs> was it? Poor defending? Like, it was just like, 
they went up, was it? Was three it, nil. And two, then obviously the three and the third goal was an own goal thing. Kane still hasn't scored. And then it was just like the Spursiness manifested. And then <laughs> three, two years, the Spurs won it. But it definitely could have been a loss for Spurs. It hey, look, can I ask you, why, why do you hate Kane? And, no, because the, the amount of range he gets, don't get me wrong, I know he's a sick baller. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the let-offs he gets, the kind of easy passes he's getting, the fact that he's blatantly down tools and no one's really talking to him about it, I I don't like it. So anytime I can, until he starts scoring, I'm gonna. He doesn't score. I don't care. So all these things where he's like, he's there. He no assists, no goals. His mouth's open. He's there to be nothing. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure as the season goes on, we'll talk a lot more about Conte. I just want to say he did say in a Tottenham jacket in a Tottenham press conference that they have to be prepared to suffer. So like I said last week, <laughs> Tottenham fans get ready to suffer because that's what my man's on. Yeah, I do like that. He, went, he unlike Nuno, he went straight for the three at the back. He's not going to pretend to be something he's not. Nuno was a three at the back team. He didn't do it. He cowered to the Spurs or whatever their images. Conte said, no, I know what I am. I'm three at the back, yeah. man. I'm straight into three at the back. Well, no, that, that, that's what he did. He, when he came to Chelsea, he was playing a back four for like first six, seven games. We were getting packed in. We lost 3-0 at Arsenal. And he <laughs> said, nah, nah, nah. None of this. And then he switched it to the back three. I will say that defence is horrible. Oh, Dyer is his namesake. He's horrible. He's Dyer. He's so bad. He's shocking. He's shocking. And um, big up SW6. He says, hey, Oscar, suffer to the death, we remember. Yeah, man. No more sufferable for me, man. I've had enough. Um, lastly, Leeds versus Leicester. That was a 1-1. Um, Leicester made it 2-1, but the goal was disallowed by Adam Ola Luckman. Um, yeah, man. Interesting game. Interesting game. Uh, not much else to add. Uh, I, huh? Rafinha goal was very good. Hey, well, if we're speaking about goals, uh, goal of the week, what, what what are you guys saying? Because my goal of the week actually comes from that same game, and it's Harvey Barnes. I don't know if you lot saw that. Literally, Leicester went 1-0 down, and then from centre, they've gone, within 10 seconds, they've scored, and Harvey Barnes cuts in an absolute banger from the edge of the box. Big up SW6. He says, um, Harvey Barnes, goal of the week. Uh, David, you got a goal of the week? Uh, I saw a couple. Uh, we had Rafinha, Leeds. Mm. Got Trent at, at London Stadium. But Harvey Ooh. Barnes. But Harvey Barnes. Mm, whatever keeper's name is, got buried, man. That's what we'd yeah. love to see, man. Absolutely burial. Um, Lola, do you have a goal of the week? Yeah, I mean, I like Rafinha's one, so I'm going to go for that one. I hear that. I hear that. Ernest? Um, I'm literally watching it now. Which one, Barnes? I saw. I've just seen Rafinha's one. Don't worry, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> no, I'll be Barnes. I'll be Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah, man. So definitely, uh, easy one this week. Harvey Barnes is goal of the week. Hey, that uh, that drop shoulder was sinful. Oh my gosh. I'm glad because, because the Harvey Barnes uh, dropped a. Drop of the shoulder. Oh, I'm yeah. Because, like, he, he hasn't really started the season that great. Like, no, he was injured, didn't he? He was injured. Yeah. So, the thing is, I rate Barnes. He's a, he's a top talent. And he was, he, the thing is, he was in the England team, and then he, he got injured, and then they just bombed him out. Yeah, man. Peter put me onto Barnes. I remember at first, I wasn't really feeling it. But then Peter told me that. Like, he's very kind of 
Brexit-ish about it, but he's got a bit, a bit, a bit of it's cold. No, it's, it's cold. Like he's still cold. He's but he's very kind of old schoolish. It's something like a, something like Rashford about him. He's just like yeah, the thing is, he's Rashford without the without the actual kind of like step over shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's he, yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, C1 London says Trent has goal of the week or Rafinha still. Um, we've given it to Harvey Barnes. Who is player of the week? Uh, <laughs> it's a tough one, man. There ain't no real standouts. It, was, there was, it wasn't a really individualistic kind of weekend. Nah, man. Um, I actually don't know. It's a tough one, man. Uh, C1 London says uh, Cancelo or Bernardo Silva. I feel, I, I didn't yeah, think I, I, I'll go, I'll go with Jacques Cancelo. He was, he, he's been sick for no, a minute. The way, the way Cancelo was just stepping into midfield and being like, yo, let me dictate from here. It's <laughs> crazy. That's right, right back in the world, man. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. He doesn't even play right back. He plays with... I think there's literally what... It's literally the whole thing with, with him and Danilo. It's like, Pet wanted it to be Danilo. Danilo didn't work. Swap it. Cancelo's there instead. <laughs> You know what? Rodrigo's a huge shout. shout. He was he bossed the midfield this week. Yeah. No one's calling for um Fernandinho anymore. So clearly Rodrigo has absolutely yeah. He's learned. He's learned how to do it in the Premier League. All right, my, my vote is for uh, Cancelo. David, what are you saying? I'll give it to Cancelo. Lola? Yeah, Cancelo. Ernest? Yep, same. All right, cool. Um, team of the week. Uh, I think it's the easy one, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, actually, no, wait. It's the easy one. It's got to be West Ham, man. It's got to be the Hammers. Come West on. West Ham are massive. Come everywhere on. we go. West Ham are massive. Everywhere we go. <laughs> everywhere we go. <laughs> you come back from Europe and you slap up... Um, you slap up... Liverpool like that. Yeah, it's got to be you. Um, Honourable mention for Norwich because obviously they're the first win of the season but you sacked your manager so how much can I rate you? I was going to say bias and say like, hey, Palace, clean sheet, top 10 but you know, I'll leave it to West Ham. Hey, the Vieira is going to get his flowers on this podcast. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. We, we got we got ratings for him but um, nah, this week's got to be West Ham, man. Big up Kazuma, my guy. Um, David, who's not that guy? So this week... I'm not give it to who I think you're going to give it to. <laughs> yeah. huh. Wait, wait, wait. Where, where, where do you think I'm going, though? I think, you're, I think you're going close to home, David. Close to home? Like, like, like thing? Uh, London Stadium? No, no, no. Close to home for you, in your heart. <laughs> but I was going to Old Trafford, blood. Right, go to Old Trafford and then, and then we can come back. You can come back from this gentleman was born... 12th of July, 1995. Kingston-upon-Thames, England. And I'm going to keep it short and sweet because the accolades this gentleman has been getting has just been downright unmitigated disrespectful, yeah? He's played for Southampton, Southampton since 2011, joined United in 2014. Obviously suffered an injury. Obviously, putting a little bit of weight, been eating on them desserts and all that, you know, burgers and that. Mourinho said, "Ah, it's it's my brain, but his brain." <laughs> and this week, you know, they they one 0 down. It's almost half time. 
all you need to do, let's just go and keep it, keep it clean, not concede another goal. But no, he decided to fall asleep at the back post. Bernardo Silva comes in and scores. So this week, Luke Paul, O'Hara Shaw. You are not that guy, bruv. Lose weight, bruv. Okay, okay. I respect it. Do you have another one, David? Actually, we, we can go to Anfield, bruv. We, I, I got another one. Okay. Obviously, during that game, I saw a madness. Obviously, Liverpool won. I know the Liverpool fans will be happy. But the referee, bruv, honestly... How do you send off Felipe just because he didn't come to us? Why <laughs> give him a straight red? Ernest, you watch the game against Atletico. Obviously, Liverpool on the counter thing. Man takes takes man out, bruv. Obviously, standard yellow card. So the ref's calling it. Hey, come here, blood. <laughs> man, man refused to come pull out the red card. to be a bad boy and not come. <laughs> Hey, hey, rough blood. Hey, hey, actually, both of them could get Felipe in the room. You're not that guy, fam. Sort yourselves out, kind. Of. All right, Oscar, you could go. Hey, David, I'm disappointed in you, man. I'm disappointed in you that you didn't, you didn't call this person out because this oh, person, oh, 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 extremely, this oh, person is extremely guy. lucky, extremely lucky that his oh, team won. Okay, okay, my his guy. team did not win, oh, 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 he's all of Hold on, okay, let me get him, let me get him, let me get him, yeah. Make sure you cover all the angles. Yeah, yes, <laughs> 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 this gentleman, yeah, was born 18th of June, 1989. Okay, yeah. we're there, we're there. 1989, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know where he started off his youth career, but he's been at AC Milan, Dijon, Lille, Monaco, Saint-Etienne, yeah. Then 2013, he joined Borussia Dortmund where he scored 98 goals in 144 appearances, yeah? Fantastic record. Fantastic record. And then he joined the Gooners, bro, in 2018, bro, yeah? <laughs> and currently, he's been, he's been, uh, bro, he's carried us for the past two, two, three years, yeah? 68 goals in 124 appearances. But on Sunday afternoon, two o'clock, English, British, GMT, is it GMT? Yeah, one of them. One of them. <laughs> 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 oh, this is my guy. This one's gonna hurt, bro. This one's gonna hurt still. Like, he has to get it. He has to get it. Yeah, has to. He has to get it. So, uh, it's no, no. We're not, we're not doing too well, too good, and uh, actually, no, we get a penalty because Danny Rose, who's also not that guy, once again, but how shocking defending, like just arms out, elbows out everywhere, just. Bruv, I don't know what you're doing. You're not that guy, bruv. Sort yourself out. You try still trying to get that move to AC Milan, yeah? All right, let's see. <laughs> By that performance, hey, it's not happening again. That's not happening. <laughs> he just, he's not looking for you, so you need to sit down in Watford and relax. But two twos now. This gentleman, usually come at the penalty spot, goes and misses. Ben Foster, social media Foster. <laughs> Save the penalty, but YouTuber and that come on, bruv. Waste man, and then obviously Eric Eric uh, Smith death roll bags in a goal, bruv. It's one nil, bruv. Can't fit in, We should have scored more. Oh, the god, obviously, 
he's gone in there, he's, he's going in. But no, you decided to interrupt and stick a leg in there. You're offside, bruv. Almost trying to cost us the game. Ben White and Ramsdale have a howler. It's like, fam, he could have not... Bruv. Pierre, Emmerich, Emiliano Franchois, Black Club, Bamela. You're not that guy, bruv. Not that guy. I'm glad we got there in the end. I'm glad we got there in the end because... Let me tell you, if Arsenal lost that game, he would have. Obama's my guy. I, I'm, I have still got all my faith in him. But that game, he that was a stinker and a half of a game for him. Especially when you compare it to like the game previous against Leicester, he didn't score, but he had a sick game. He was, he was absolutely dope. Just to go thinking, okay, he get his goals that he meant to get at Leicester at Watford, and he was moving. comes on. He, he he comes on, he's doing very well, then he skills up the thing. A goal that was going in. It's going you in. were offside, and you were obviously offside, so you knew it as well. The thing is, yeah, you can forgive missing a penalty because everybody misses one now and then. Not against right. social media, not fine. against YouTube, not against YouTuber Foster, man. Come on, like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> On the day that you miss a penalty, you decide to clearly just remove a goal from Odegaard, yeah? Nah, you had to get it today. You had he, to. He even, tries to. he even decides to activate Pepe Touch. Before that, before both. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we didn't even talk about the Yeah, how long? I'm by um, my blood clot, young. That's my guy still. See one London says, Ernest, give Luke Shaw his fudge and brownies. And it'll be fun. Rose is kind of going down the Luke Shaw path. Oh, Rose, Rose is looking kind of drunk. And like, I was talking about this the other day. Like, why is Danny Rose still a footballer? Like, why? He, he doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play the game. What's he doing at Watford? What's what's he's, 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 he's taking. He's trying to get to AC Milan. Don't worry, bro. He's right. He's, he's missed the Conte, bro. Because Conte is thinking, oh, old age fullback. It's gone. Oh, oh, Conte would have loved him, Hey, go out to Spurs, innit? Conte would have loved him. Um, SW6 says, uh, not that guy, honourable mention, Graham Sunez for trying to fight Michael on Sky Sports. I, I didn't see this. I might need to watch this back. But mm. uh, was Graham Sunez doing a madness? All I know no. is that, all I heard from Michael Richards that Michael was the only one being honest about Man United. That's yeah, I heard. Obviously, Gary Gary Magic City never was still twerking again for a thing. It is He's still there Magic City. He's still there. And then yeah, and then he goes on to on his own podcast and say, I don't oh Gary Neville, bro. Nah, bro. What do you say? He's saying the same thing Mike Richards is saying, bruv. Slow annihilation. Just saying how shocking. The thing, but on Sky Sports, on live team, prime TV, you're twerking, bruv. Saying yeah, quickly. man. They'll be yeah. like, yeah, they, they'll, they'll talk to him about, oh, should we sack? Should we sack Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Should we get rid of him? And it'll just be like, look, Mourinho didn't work. Van Gaal didn't work. And it's like, fam, just... It's like you don't fix good failed good managers by getting bad managers you just get more good managers like yeah. so because two other good managers didn't work it means you can no longer get good managers anymore that's a howl that's a for Man United not to get Conte you know Conte was annoyed at Spurs losing thinking I could have gone to United if they lost Couldn't. I could have gone to United the thing is so United are perfect for Conte no need for new young, young people. You've got a bunch of old man there who, who know what they're doing. All you have to do is just come in and get them a, a trophy. And you can do that with these men. But no, yeah. they have to be at Spurs. You have to rebuild with a bunch of trash. 
Uh, I, don't, I don't know why did he he needs to get not that guy so why did you go to Tottenham <laughs> <laughs> just wait bruv just wait he was, bored. he was bored because if he had sense wait because Oli's not lasting this entire if he even last season he's not lasting next season it's there it's yeah. there yeah, end of the season. End of the season, it would have been there for him. SW6 says, uh, Micah, hold it up. Was embarrassing. Sooners just don't listen. Uh, Magic City. Let me add some praise, by the way. I want to add some praise. Smith Rowe got call-up. Gabriel, yes. Gabriel got his first Brazilian call-up. Wow, first. Yeah. You, Gabriel's, what, he's 23. Well, Brazilian got defenders like that. I think, they, you know how my man likes to keep it. I think, you know how man have their favourites. Yeah, but I mean, Thiago Silva still plays for them. He's down yeah. out. Man, but... their favorites in there. So he, he, the thing is, I feel people forget Gabriel's not old. You know, he, I think he just turned to. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's deceptive, he's but that's a good thing. I think people think he's older than his years. He's younger than uh, ben. Yeah, congratulations to them. I did kind of want to talk about England, but now I don't really care. Um, Gareth Southgate picked a team and obviously people had issues with it, um, including myself. Um, He's gone with Mings. He's gone with Connor Cody in that centre-back position when, you know, Ben White is at home, Tomori's at home. Um, Tomori, who I don't want to say he scored, but he was involved. Oh God, he was involved in in a goal in a goal that um, AC Milan. But no, I but I said it before. The second Maguire is fit, tomorrow is going to get turfed. That's exactly what happened. Unjustly as well, because I don't. I said Cody teeth in a spot, Mings teeth in a spot, even Maguire his damn self stealing a spot. Tomorrow is there. Ben White is there. Concert is there. There's there's enough centre backs. That are available who are having better and who are just better who aren't getting looked in. No, it, does, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter. England aren't winning nothing, bruv. So I don't care, bruv. You're spot on, man. As long as this, as long as Southgate is in charge, I don't trust England to win. All these men who, who have the dual nationality thing do a Matty Cash switch because seeing him, he's Polish. I love it. He, he, I like hence, it. Hence why it was a howler not to win this Euro team, because it's our biggest howler. Oh, my you had God. To, you had to get it done. You had you, to win that game. And I think England have been given chances. World Cup. I know that France won it, but you at least got a chance to get to the final. You never knew you could have flipped something, some dodgy nonsense could have happened. Probably wouldn't have, but you know, still. And the Euro as well, it's just like... Uh, I, can't, I can't believe Southgate is the most successful England manager of my life. Oi. I can't believe that. But still, he's won nothing, so we're, we're not ready. Uh, um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to watch any international football this. this I mean, I watch it because it's, it's Smith Rowe's. I can't, uh, I can't. I can't, can't yeah, I like it. It's like I watched it. Yeah, you, you have, you have reasons to watch. I can't. I can't you, do you're it. invested. You're invested in Saka. You're invested in Smith Rowe. I'm not invested in anyone in this England squad. Um, there's no, there's no, there's no Sancho. There's no. Um, Wait, that's- there's no Oi, go back to that one, by the way, because, like, the toxicity that is Man United, Van der Beek before United was in the <laughs> Dutch team. He's no longer in it. Sancho was in the England team, no longer in it. The rest of you people better be worried because you've been dropped from your country. I don't, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure even Marshall didn't get picked. Injured. I didn't see him call for the French team either. Is he injured? I don't, I don't think so. Last time I saw him, he was on the bench. There's three men who are in their countries as teams are no longer in it. Um, C1 London says Tomori not being picked but a fridge who's out of form is still being picked absolutely blasphemous um, C1 says I will watch James because that's my star boy in it I hear that but 
And I'm not tuning in just to watch. Give me tournament football, man. Yeah, man. Give me, give me tournament football. I'm, I'm taking a break. I'm taking yeah, a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, won't be taking a break. Top Four Podcast will be back next week. Regardless, we'll be here talking football. If there's anything of of new of what's the word of notes to discuss, we'll be back down here. Um, so join us next week, um, same place, same time, uh, Mondays, 8 p.m. as always. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Big up, David. Big up, Big up, Ernest. It's been real. Um, any final comments? Southgate is trash. Arteta is trash. We continue. Southgate is trash. Arteta is trash. We continue. Inshallah, God answers our prayers. <laughs> and Oli is sacked tomorrow. That's, that's not my prayer. That's not, that's not my prayer. I can't lie. I said, Wallahi, bro. Yeah, man. Big up C1. Big up SW6, man. We, we respect you guys riding out in the comments. We love that. Um, as always, uh, have a great week, and we'll be back next week. Peace.